My name is James Rowlands, and I am a lifelong wrestling fan. In 2015, I started a podcast with my friend, Dan White, reviewing the WWE Network and seeing if it's worth the $9.99 a month. It was. And since then, every month, we watch the latest WWE pay-per-views, NXT, and now 205 Live. Still continuing our journey through the network, watching ECW, WCW, and all its classic content. Until we've watched it all, we are with you, and we are the WNR. Yes, hello, I am James Rowlands, and as always, I'm joined by... Dan White. And it is episode 109 today, which means it's a WWE Money in the Bank 2017 pay-per-view brought to you exclusively by SmackDown. Now, Dan, are you looking forward to tonight's show? I am, yes. it's It should be interesting. The first ever time women's Money in the Bank ladder match, which... Should hopefully be very good. Yeah, well, we've got a lot of ground to cover. I mean, obviously, you want a better outcome than what we had at the last SmackDown pay-per-view between uh, Randy Orton and he shall not be named. And what better way to kick off then with kickoff? And I just got, out of curiosity, the first match of kickoff is Colons, Colones, as I always mispronounce it, uh, versus that rider and a teammate. I just want to see what reaction they get, you know? Bloody good cheer. No, because it's Zack Ryder's there. Who cares about Mojo? If they'd have got booed, yeah, it's because of Mojo's there. <laughs> yeah, if they'd have got yeah. cheered, it's because of Zack Ryder. Thank you very much. That's how we're going to continue the integrity of the podcast as the useless one. His new nickname is coming to the ring with Zack Ryder. Uh, are you excited for the hype bros getting back together, Dan? Oh, I'm more excited than you are. <laughs> well, that happened on SmackDown recently. And uh, at least he's not competing in a single competition and has the chance to win single stuff now because Ryder is back. But, I mean, we'll say... What, wins single stuff like the Andre the Giant Memorial exactly. Battle Royal so, Trophy? Yeah, so he doesn't win stuff like that anymore. Thanks for bringing it up. Uh, but we have, like I say, so much ground to cover. For anybody that's never listened to us before, hello and welcome. Like we say, I'm James and there's Dan over there. Uh, we always do prediction leagues. Now, it pains me to say this, Dan, as we kick it off. Uh, but, yes, at the moment it is 7-2. You've heard that right, 7-2 to me. Uh, I have not lost a pay-per-view this year. Could this event make a change? You know, could it be different? We'll find out. Well, of course, we have three uh, prediction leagues for NXT and, of course, bonus points. And we're going to bring the bonus points into life here today as well, Dan, aren't we? Because, explain. Um, well, there's a bonus point for uh, a correct cash-in prediction, basically. You know, if if you can predict when whoever the winner of the Money in the Bank ladder matches are, then, you know, if... If they cash in, say tonight, and you've called it tonight, there's a point on the line. But not only that, for the winner of each match, because it goes on to our, you know, like you say, Andre Giant, Memorial Battle Royal, Royal Rumble winner, our bonus point section, we'll get a point if either of us guess that here tonight. And of course, the year-end predictions, we'll see if we actually called it all the way back in January, but that's not until Christmas. We get started onto this match then, Dan, and uh, well, we start off with predictions. Who have you gone for in this one? Uh, I have gone for the Hype Bros because James loves Mojo and I knew you wouldn't have and I'd like to be a bit different to you. Yeah, well, I've, as you can see, I'm not going not gonna to lie to you in person. I said I didn't put it down, but if I'm going to write it down now... The Colognes. The Colognes. I mean, the Colognes will definitely win this match. I'm not even going to talk about the action at the moment, uh, but like we say, I've gone to Colognes because I will never, I will never go for him. 
ever in a wrestling match. And if that means I never get a perfect score because of it, fine. I can deal with it. Uh, Dan, what have you thought? What are the keys to victory? What does, what does your man Mojo and Zack Ryder have to do if they want to win this one? Um, they need to get hyped and stay hyped, James. Oh, and Mojo needs to do a couple of touchdown stances like they do in American football. And he, he just needs to use his powerful moves. Tag him, uh, Zack Ryder. T- tagging the star of the team, the Shawn Michaels to the uh, Marty Jannetty. Zack Ryder comes in now, beating up on Primo. Uh, but it's weird because, look, on the predictions, Colons versus who? Colons versus Cunt and Ryder. Yeah, and then even on this bit of paper here, look. look you see right Colons front, yeah? versus Cunt. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, so... I've gone for a different one to you. I've gone for Colons versus James. Ah, uh, well, that will burn in hell along with Mojo Rawley here tonight. Uh, the Colons need a win. They've been transferred over to SmackDown. They've not done a lot recently. Uh, and I think a victory here... And maybe a potential heel turn. Zack Ryder picking up a chair and just smashing his brains in. Do you know what I mean? Maybe we could see that tonight, Money in Bank. What an exciting time it would be if he was to permanently injure. Much like Champa and Gagano, I would absolutely love to see it. Uh, but what are, you, um, what are you most looking forward to tonight as we are on the kickoff, Dan? What match gets you wet? Um... The match that most gets me wet is the women's money in the bank and the men's money in the bank because the star quality in the men's money in the bank is just top notch, and the women's it's going to be good to see how that plays out and you know what kind of spots they do in that match. Yeah, no, that's what we say because you brought up a good point, you know, about can they take as high risk of moves, uh, high risk moves as the men do in the ladder matches? I don't think we are going to see something crazy, but you know what I mean. It, there's a potential there, especially with Becky Lynch or Charlotte or any of them. To be fair, you know, maybe Tamina could pull something out of the bag. Uh, but I think Money in the Bank's quite exciting because. I think a bit like the old King of England days. It still feels like an important event, doesn't it? Because the money in the bank after Mania kind of gets you through that period as you're waiting for SummerSlam and stuff as well. But come on now. Come on, Primo and Epico. Former tag team champions. Let's not forget about that. And Epico in there at the moment. He's been in WWE for quite some time. So what do the Colons need to do to... uh overcome Mojo and uh, Zack Ryder. Well, do what they do. Their family need to uh, work together, you know, have that kind of instinct of being able to finish each other's... Sandwiches. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's what you need. And that's what they can do. Uh, you, you, want, you want to keep... He or should not be named at the match because you can't wrestle for shit anyway, you know? So you need to kind of beat up a Zack Ryder. He's been out for a long time for injury. Is he 100%? It's just... It's, it's so useless. Just, it's just, I mean, and also... I don't know if it's an added thing tonight, but I absolutely hate their uh, attire as well. Bright like, green. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like the worst green you can do. I mean... Uh, do you know what would make things perfect? If uh, Enzo Amore and Big Cass split up and they put Enzo and Mojo. Yeah. But then again, I, I, I still think Mojo is worse than Big Cass. Oh, yeah. He's... You, would you say Mo and Enzo? I don't know. It's it's a tough one to call for me because on a personal level, I hate Enzo Amore. Yeah. 
But for me, it feels like someone's got... Uh, a, a four-year-old has grabbed a WWE figure with the body and then just painted it in a stupid colour and then just making it the silly... I mean, what is Mojo's gimmick? To, to uh, say- he's like a, a former NFL great, hence why he hangs around with... He's, he's not. He's, well, yeah, he might be friends with him, but I mean, even going back to Breaking Ground, which is on the network, where we saw him developing, or should have seen him developing NXT, he was more interested in going out, having parties and trying to have a good time rather than concentrating on it. And even though it was only jokey with Kurt Hawkins, he has said you need to concentrate on your wrestling more. It's not about having all the adulation of the crowd, having the money. You, you know, I want to see passion, I see a good wrestler. And I think Mojo, I think with Enzo and Big Cass, you can see passion. Even though they might not be good. There's passion, passion for their doing. mic work, but no passion for their in-ring stuff no. because they are terrible in-ring. But at least they've got more double-team moves than... Uh... Well, if you, if you count double-team moves as Big Cass throwing Enzo into someone, then yeah, all for it. Because all Enzo's in-ring ability is is trying to get attacked to Big Cass after well, being beaten up. Well, Zack Ryder is trying to get the tag in and Dan, you can see how good he is as a wrestler as he comes in. Here we go. Oh, shoulder barge. Shoulder barge. <laughs> Clothesline. I refuse to call it. Oh, stinger splash. I will never get over WrestleMania 33. Never. Irish whip. Run into a boat. That's it. Come on now. Yeah, that's it. Over and done with. Beautiful. Oh. Gets caught because of the power of Mojo. Oh, throws him up onto the shoulder. Just plants him into the mat. One, two. Hey! Oh. Here comes Epico saving Primo. Oh. And Ryder says Primo into the turnbuckle. Oh, the broski kick. That was kind of like a thing of splash clothesline thing. No, they missed that. Oh, here's a tag team finisher. Hype Ryder. Oh, oh. What stupid fucking name. And one, no. two, and care. three. Don't care. Good. Good! Right? He is the disgrace. Look at them standing on their feet and clapping their Fuck hands. Fuck off. Are they future tag team champions, Dan? As much as Enzo and Big Cass are. <laughs> okay, so I have the uh, distinct uh, responsibility of telling you how that match was. <laughs> so, James, what were your thoughts on that match? Uh, it wasn't really, was it? I mean, the colognes look good. But they're obviously being used as jobbers the same as they were on Monday Night Raw. Uh, and it was just awful. I mean, Ryder just got beat up the majority of the time. Got the hot tag in. And it's useless. Just useless. Horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Dan, what do you think of it? It was good for a returning Zack Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> and that is all I have to say about that. Okay, so we move on from that atrocity. We talk about predictions because we built them up so big. And Dan, for the first time in I don't know how long, we start off with you on a point and me on zero. Uh, but we'll see how it goes as the night progresses. Should say Renee Young doing the kickoff panel, as always, alongside Sam Roberts and Booker T. We see Booker! Naomi, Booker! Naomi joining the, um, the, announce, uh, the announce team earlier and basically saying that she's going to put Lana out. She deserves more respect, which is fair enough. Also in the social media lounge, we had the Usos. But anything else about kickoff, Dan? Uh, no, you know, you saw a bit on uh, Jinder Mahal where he undeservedly feels he's not getting the respect he deserves Get for getting Get the title. <laughs> Get over but it. if you look back to the picture I've showed you, 
His shoulder wasn't down for the free count, and he doesn't deserve to have that title around his waist. Dan, I'm making up for you. I'm making it up to you because we're having our Randy Orton special in just a couple of weeks' time. But yes, tonight we shall see what happens. So the next time you hear our voices will be for the live main show. So let's have a look at the opening promo. One night can change everything. One night. One night. New WWE Champion. Hell has frozen over. Jinder Mahal is the WWE Champion. The modern day Maharaja exposed you to the fools that you are. You didn't believe that I could defeat Randy Orton. For my people, for India, I am already the greatest champion of all time. Jinder Mahal thinks that he's earned the right to my respect. The only thing Jinder Mahal has earned the right to is a good old-fashioned American kick. The day of the Viper has passed. Behold the future. In this land of opportunity, one hangs high above all. One of these six men will walk away with that covenant contract. Putting everything at risk. Willing to win at all costs. A contract guaranteeing you a world title opportunity. The virtual lock to be the WWE champion. champion. This is something really big. Smackdown's women's division is on fire. Let's do something historic. The first ever women's money in the bank ladder match. It is all about making history. These five women will have that opportunity. Only ever so often do you get to experience something like this. Talk about a big fight field. I will risk it all. One superstar will climb that ladder of success. The first ever Miss Money in the Bank. Somebody's life is going to change Opportunity is seized. History is waiting. Opportunity is historic. Legends are made. Opportunity is guaranteed. So, yes, that was the promo. Dan, what did you think of it? Well, you know, aside from the Orton Mahal travesty where Orton was not pinned and Mahal's raising the title high, don't believe in that. But, you know, it is good to see the promo for the men's and women's Money in the Bank ladder matches. I think they've kind of focused on them for the promo. Yeah, yeah, most uh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, you know, it should be very, very interesting and it... Looks like we're going to be starting off with the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Yeah, or as Becky Lynch said, the Miss Money in the Bank match. Uh, and yeah, I mean, this is going to be huge. We've got five top stars on SmackDown's women's division, if you don't count Naomi, of course, who's champion. Didn't you, um, did you not see the mistake that they've done? Because they advertised six women and six men 
Going oh, for glory. Oh, no, there's not going to be a a sixth one here tonight. Well, I'll tell you what, the rumours before... Rumour has it. ...we went on live was um, Mike Bennett and Maria, someone who we talked about in the Network Update a couple of months ago, signing with WWE. Maria, of course, being back in WWE, I think, the Maria last Maria Menounes. Yeah, Maria Nunes, which got name. I think Maria Bennett now, uh, and she's uh, first. It would be her first appearance since 2010, and of course we see Tom Todd Phillips, Byron Saxton, and of course the bully JBL on commentary. As we start this off, we see Charlotte, and um, it's going to be a huge match. And we got little notes on each of them as well, won't we, Dan? Well, will Charlotte make history and become the first women's? Money in the Bank winner. And how has she fared on SmackDown? Well, there's two good questions there, Dan. I mean, I'll throw the second one back to you. But you were saying how, you know, when Bliss became the women's, uh, the Raw Women's Champion, uh, you know, and held the SmackDown one, what is left for Charlotte? Maybe Money in the Bank, she can say she's the first ever woman to do it. How do you think she's gotten on your show, SmackDown? Um, I, I don't think she's reached the heights you know they've given her a face turn which i don't think suits charlotte you know it's she's used to winning bad you know in a heelish yeah, way yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know i think she suits being more of a heel and you know she's going to be flip-flopping backwards and forwards between face and heel it's not going to do her credibility any good becky lynch the, the question is is she being mistreated on smackdown as well as we've just seen her make her entrance called smackdown women's champion last year you know, with Charlotte coming on, has she taken the star away from Becky? Well, saying that, you know, SmackDown is the land of opportunity. And Charlotte, she's been a multiple-time Raw Women's Champion. So, you know, she's held the gold a few times. And Becky Lynch, you know, she's already won the title. She was the first ever SmackDown Women's yeah, title Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, she's made ground. Is it time for the others... In his paper, you know, the others in the division to get their push. Yeah, well, I think you may be right. As talking to other people, we see Tamina. Uh, well, can this dark horse shock us all? Well, this is the thing, isn't it? Will she surprise us by winning the Money in the Bank? We, we uh, Well, we'll get on to predictions in just a second. But out of all of them, I think she could be the weakest in the match, even though she may be the biggest. And who's next? Carmella. F-A-B-L-O-U-S. Look at her with Ellsworth as well. I'll tell you something, Carmella, and, and, and she's bringing, and this is the advent, I was thinking about this the other day, the advent of power couples in WWE. Yes, we've had it before. Dara and Fox. Well, you've Maurice got Dara and Fox on 205 Live. Yep. Maurice and Miz on Raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ellsworth and Carmella on SmackDown. Yeah, and then if you throw in, like we just talked about, Maria and uh, Bennett when they finally get there, that's another power couple. You could say Triple H and Stephanie are the ultimate power couple but even Nikki Bella John Cena Brie Bella and Daniel, Daniel Bryan, Bryan. Yeah. so you know well up next we've got Natalia and can she as the veteran have another run with the title I mean you know if any of these women are on their way down and out would Natalia be the closest one to this yeah. you know she's been around for a very long while but also I would say out of everybody that deserves a chance I think Natalia does I think all the the bad gimmicks she's been put through when she's doing the you know the farting gimmick teaming up with Beth Phoenix, been around since that time. You know, I, I think she's a credible uh, challenger, whereas she, she can she get the job done tonight? I don't know. And as we see a promo video for this match... Naomi did it! Their hometown, they are feeling the glow! This is a dream come true for her. Home sweet home, congratulations! 
To look to the future, you must first look to the past. To those who pioneered the way. To those who blazed the trail. May, Mula, Wendy, Alundra, Jacqueline, Trish, Lita, Beth. It was their evolution that created our revolution. There is a revolution with women in sports happening right now. And now it's time for a new generation to make history. Let's do something really big. Let's do something historic. You will compete in the first ever women's Money in the Bank ladder match. A milestone moment in the women's division. This is my time. This is my time. My time. My time. My time. To reclaim what was once yeah, mine. No to live up to my family's life. legacy. Road, to prove that I belong. To show that I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. To rise to my throne. I will. I will. I will. I will achieve. Define new expectations. Make history. Push the limits. Defy the odds. No one will ever forget. Ever forget. The first Miss Money in the Bank. And it's going to be. It's going to be. Becky. Natalia. Tamina. Carmella. Charlotte. James. Who have you gone for in the Money in the Bank ladder match? Well, we've just talked about these five women and bigged them all up. Apart from Tamina, any of the other four could possibly win, couldn't they? Most definitely, yeah. But I think it's going to come down to one person. And that person will be James Ellsworth. I think because he's there running interference, he might pull a woman off a ladder and help Carmella get it. You know what I mean? He's there, he's come out. Unless Becky Lynch takes him out with like... uh, for a table, sort of ladder. <laughs> well, you know, there's someone there that could potentially take a big bump and not hurt the women. It could be James Ellsworth. Yeah, but I have gone, as you see, Carmella. Carmella. Dan, do we change or have we gone the same? Well, I'd like to say I agree with you, James, but I don't. <laughs> Even though Carmella is potentially the bookie's favourite going into this match... I think a woman that can overcome and be the first person to do something yet again will be Charlotte. Yeah, and the reason being basically what I said as, <laughs> as well yeah. then. Charlotte is on SmackDown. She's not being the biggest star on there at the moment. But like I say, I, I, I could see Charlotte doing it. Completely contradicting what I say about SmackDown being the land of opportunity. Yeah, exactly, having the person that does it. But Charlotte as the lead face on SmackDown or a heel even as a champion you can have so many contenders to her as well and maybe build up someone that way but Carmella I've, I've been a huge fan of Carmella uh, ever since her and Bliss had a little mini feud on NXT and I said these girls need a little bit longer in NXT all of a sudden the draft comes up but I think with Carmella 
moving away from Enzo and Big Cass was probably the best thing she could have done. Oh, most definitely. And being on a different brand. And aligning herself with someone who's even a lesser twat as Enzo yeah, and Big Cass. exactly. With Ellsworth there, he, he brings the twat out. Uh, it's comedy, but she's still serious, isn't she, you know? Uh, and I really like her. But like I say, Becky Lynch could easily win this match here tonight and prove us all wrong and prove that the, uh, the last kicker deserves her chance. But, I mean, this match, we're looking forward to it, haven't we? We can't really build it up anymore. Yeah. It's just to sit back and actually call the action. Oh, here we go. The bell has rung. But this is what it comes <clears> down to. Can Dan take a lead into the rest of the money in the bank? Come on, Carmella. And, oh, my God. No, come in this money in the bank. Can you continue your streak at the moment as all the women, apart from Tamina, go outside to grab a ladder? Oh, but Tamina's fighting them all off, kicking them all out. Well, this match is going to be thick and fast as Natalia gets hit by a ladder from Tamina onto the barricade. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, and Tamina's taken everyone out who's trying to bring a ladder into the match, and she stood alone with a ladder. And she's, she's just staring at the Money in the Bank briefcase. Yeah, and I'll tell you something, a lot higher up than it was for another ladder match we saw the other day. Didn't we? It was, it, what match did we see where the belts were literally... You could touch... I can't remember. I was Jump scared. up and touch him. But Charlotte's come in on fire, taking out Tamina and Carmella. Oh, but Natalia there showing her greatness, but spinning clothes on a lynch. But stop short at Charlotte. Ooh, oh, a lovely Fisherwoman suplex there taking Natalia out of the game. Oh, but Charlotte didn't look behind her and see Tamina with a super kick taking her out. What's Tamina going to do now? Big splash in the corner. Flattens Becky Lynch and stops the super kick from Carmella. Oh, Samoan drop to Carmella. She's down and out of here. Well, her dad's probably one of the most famous Samoans going, isn't he? With uh, the old Jimmy's superfly killer. As Tamina gets the ladder, is she going to set it up? No. Oh, a super kick to Natalia instead. It's too early. And look at Ellsworth already checking on his woman Carmella, making sure she's alright. And that's not the way the ladder is. What are you doing? Oh, but Tamina's setting the ladder up across the corner of the second rope. Oh, oh, the move that doesn't work. The catapult face first for Natalia into the ladder. And she ate some metal there, didn't she? As now Tamina getting a cheer from the crowd. She's been in complete control so far. So does this mean there could be a cash in tonight then if this match is on first? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I mean, we were discussing it, weren't we, before we went on air about the possibilities of a cash-in. And with the women one, anything can happen, especially with, yeah, Lana, Naomi, looking that match for maybe an injury from Naomi's leg. <laughs> Indeed, yes. But Charlotte comes back into the match, takes out Tamina straight against the ladder. Oh, my God. Now she goes to Natalia, who's already maybe taken enough punishment. And she's not setting the ladder up, is she? Oh, no. She's sending it straight to the midsection of Tamina, but gets taken out by Natalia. And Natalia dumps Charlotte out of the ring, just trying to catch her breath. As Tamina's back to her feet. Quite quickly. Oh! <laughs> well, she was until Becky Lynch threw a ladder at her and knocked her straight back down to the mat. <laughs> then there were two. And Natalia and Lynch both fighting for that ladder now. Oh, a bit of back and forth to me, to you. What you need is someone in the, like a Rey Mysterio in the middle of that and they throw it up in the air. <laughs> and you go, get anyway, and now it's a tug of war. Oh, we're... they're looking at Tamina. Oh! oh! Both Natalia and Lynch take out Tamina with the ladder. Come on, Barry and Paul. Well, there is another ladder there, Becky. Why don't you just drop it on Natalia? Kind of like a test of strength with a ladder. And then both women are just circling. This has gone on for too long now. Oh, Lynch straight into the chest of Natalia. Fell her off the apron, but gets a kick to the midsection. Oh, and dumped back first onto the ladder by Natalia. 
and you can see Natalia, her focus is on that money in a bank brief money in a bank briefcase. That's all she wants in this match. As in the early going, I mean, literally in the first couple of minutes, everybody's already wiped out at ringside. Carmella's been out for too long now. I think Carmella missed a spot there. I mean, there's a lot going on here, and you know, I mean, they've probably practiced it before. But I'm not gonna take nothing away from him because he's still in an impressive feat. The huge ladder now gets set up. Oh, Natalia's manoeuvring it to under the briefcase. Can she have a slow, slow, slow climb? Well, steady but sh- <laughs> slow but steady wins the race. Natalia has got fingers to it. Is she? Yeah, she got it. Charlotte pursuing her but gets kicked off. Oh, but Natalia got hold of it again, but Charlotte not oh. giving up. <laughs> Fucking hell. But again, Natalia kicks straight to the face. I think Charlotte's got Natty's boot print on her chin, and now she's got her up. Electric chair, and Charlotte got the ladder. And can she do damn good by getting that briefcase? Go on, girl. Get out there. Get up. Get on up. Well, there's no one at the moment anywhere near. Oh, as I say that, my pick comes. Oh, she gets crutched by Carmella. There you go, Carmella. Just climb over Charlotte. She can't go anywhere. Lovely elbows. Grab her leg, Charlotte. No, she gets kicked in the face. Oh, Charlotte's hung up there in the middle of the ladder with nowhere to go. Oh, goes to the other side. Brilliant strategy by Carmella, realising Charlotte's in the way. You're climbing up, gets the briefcase. No, Charlotte's managing to recover. Oh, fuck off, Charlotte. Punch her straight in the face. <laughs> That's it. No. Go, Charlotte. Well, both our picks on the top of the ladder here. Come on now. Oh, good girl, Charlotte. Oh, no. Good girl. Charlotte's got it. No. That's it, Carmella. That's it. Slams her head on the ladder. Charlotte's feeling a little queer at the moment. Uh Uh-oh. No, James Ellsworth ain't in the ring. No. Oh, both of our picks hung up to dry on the top rope because Tamina toppled the ladder. That's not what you want, is it? Oh, Natalia's back in, though, and takes out Tamina with a ladder. Got a la- la- I mean, Tamina's probably been attacked the most by ladders in this <laughs> She's got the most padding. No disrespect to her. Oh. She's a big woman. And Natalia hitting her again. Well, this is awesome chances. Lynch comes in to stop Natalia. That's it. Oh, she's not going to be able to win the match like this, but it's going to certainly slow Becky down. Gets the sharpshooter on. See that Ellsworth telling Carmella, get in there. Why, I don't know. Maybe take advantage of the situation. Ellsworth wants to fuck off. Fucking chinless cunt. Brilliant. A super kick to Natty's on, face. Charlotte. Take her out. Boom. Oh, Drag that bitch off by her. Oh, no. Charlotte now is going to take Natalia out. No, Natalia's going to take Charlotte out. Oh. Lovely butterfly suplex there by Natalia. And Natty now looking again up at the briefcase. Can she get it? Lynch had that sharp suit, but was it on long enough? Well, you know, if they're going to be slow at climbing. Oh. Wow, brutal from Becky Lynch. Irish whipped Natalia into the ladder in the corner and then follows up with a nice kick to put the point on the exclamation mark. And now Lynch struggles to get the ladder erect as she climbs it for her opportunity. And Ellsworth again sending Carmella in there. Good man. Oh, did she block it there? Carmella threw Lynch into the ladder. But I think... Now that is beautiful for Carmella. Come on. <laughs> Carmella. Carmella. Like the satisfaction, whatever Trish used to do. Now, Hurricanrana type move on Becky Lynch off she the can't ladder. can't even lift the ladder out the fucking 10 stone weak limb. That's it. She's got it. Dan, her time is now. No, Carmella. Her time is up. <laughs> Can't stop oh, Carmella. Sake. That's it, Carmella. 
Get the yes, point. Yes, Charlotte. Oh. Boom. Brutal kick to the face. Boom. Boom. Another brutal kick. Go on, Charlotte, girl. Yeah, brutal kick. She fell over. Come on, Natalia. Yeah, because she put so much momentum going into oh, it. Oh, Tamina takes out Natalia on the outside with a clothesline. Oh, not like this. Not just Charlotte. Go on, woman. Get up now. <laughs> Get up. Uh. Get on her. And she's walking. Walking? She's up there with a purpose. Oh, yeah. but Tamina there to slow her down. Got an elbow to the face. Oh, Tamina sending Charlotte off with a headbutt. I don't know the fact that the fans got science says botch in there. I mean, if you want to hold it up, wait, you should have fucking used it during kickoff. Do you know what I mean? Not now. Every you time stupid. Mojo was in exactly. the Exactly. Not now, you stupid bastard. This, this has been a good effort. As you see, the crowd responding to it as well. And Tamina's like, no, just give it a ladder. Oh, a big spear from Charlotte sending Tamina out. She nearly got caught up in the ropes, though, on the way out. No, she's checking. She might be bleeding. Don't let that stop you, woman. Well, I've got to agree with at the moment. It looks like it's Charlotte. Oh, spears Tamina <laughs> into the steps. <laughs> Tamina's taking loads of punishment. I think it's Charlotte's to lose at the moment. Tally grabs hold of Charlotte's leg. Go on, girl. Kick her off. Oh. Don't do nothing too crazy. Yeah, Pick here we go. The match. She's on the second rope. No, she's on the top rope now. What's she going to do? Oh! oh! Takes out Tamina and Natalia. What? <laughs> screw fucking moonsault. Was it? That was lovely. Whatever it was, it took out Tamina and Natalia. But has it taken Charlotte out of this match? Three women down, two left. Do we see a replay? So nice to have to show it thrice. <laughs> Here she goes up to claim the money in the bank. Come on, Becky Lynch. Kick her off. Becky Lynch, get up. You yes. Oh no! Yes! No! You orange haired beauty! No! Oh no, stop her! Go on. Well, Becky Lynch got her up in a power bomb position. Pow! Go on, Becky. I don't care if you win it, as long as it's not Carmella. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I see. <clears throat> Can down. Go, get up. Oh no, Becky Lynch got it. James Ellsworth's going to come in. Well, Becky Lynch is going to get. The briefcase, and it's Ellsworth, and he's going to push Becky Lynch off backwards. Oh. oh. Hangs her up, and Ellsworth didn't mean to do that. And now Carmella. He's got, got, come on, Carmella, go. I mean, he's got a history of getting involved. He got involved in the uh, AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose match. He did indeed. <laughs> and I think the crowd are chanting for Ellsworth to now, get the money in the bank briefcase. Yes, chance. Ellsworth's going up. No. Ellsworth, he's got it. He's got the briefcase, drops it down. Carmella. <laughs> no, Ellsworth won it. Carmella didn't win. Carmella is the money in the bank. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, no. no. Well, no. Go on, refs. Discuss refs. He's never said anything like that, but the fans not happy by it. But what did Ellsworth do wrong? Briefcase, and it's not his match to be in. Well, there's a lengthy discussion going on. James Ellsworth's not an announcer, so I don't think he can actually call that. But well, they're playing the music. Yeah, I mean, we might have updates, but at the moment, yeah, it's Carmella. She gets it in 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 incredible circumstances. Dan, what do you think of the match? I think it's a fucking travesty. <laughs> that chinless cunt shouldn't have been in the fucking match. But, yeah, okay, match out of the way, ending. So the winner of the first women's Money in the Bank match, well, Ellsworth was the one to get the briefcase, drops it to Carmella. Have you ever seen anything like that? Is it... No, you've not seen anything like that, but it's... No, I'm not saying it in a good way. I'm yeah, saying it in no, like the raw pay-per-view last, last month when we saw... It like, shouldn't have gone like that. 
You know, if Carm- I wouldn't have cared if Carmella would have got the briefcase herself and won it. You know, yeah. after Ellsworth threw Becky Lynch off, but for Ellsworth to climb the ladder for her, I think it's no. Yeah, it's one of the silliest things I've seen because, like you say, it takes not only takes away from the match, it takes away from Carmella as well. Yeah, uh, and it, and as I said, Ellsworth is comedy. It does turn it into a bit of comedy. I do think there will be more discussions, shall we say, maybe on SmackDown and stuff yeah. like this. But, I mean, to be fair, I've got to take the point when I need it, haven't I? Oh, yeah, you, you've got to take the point, <laughs> yeah. but... Uh, oh, no, oh, no. You I know, would, as far as that's concerned. I, I expected Ellsworth to come in, push Lynch over... Help her up. Yeah, exactly, literally, on her, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like uh, Rhino did to Edge and Christian, exactly. that would have been acceptable, but for him to get it... No, it, is, it leaves a bad taste in the mouth, and, <coughs> you know, Charlotte's not happy, but... No one's happy. No one's happy, apart from me, because I do get my first point tonight... Mojo don't let me down, and it is one point each as after our first match on the main show. And now we're backstage, and we see Lana getting interviewed, and, well, we see Carmella win the briefcase. Should, could she cash in tonight on Naomi or Lana? It is a possibility. The next match is for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team titles, and the New Day are coming out here. Dan, you're excited to see the New Day, aren't you? I am, yes. Their gimmick hasn't got stale, old or boring at no, all. No, and they're talking about the Boosos, the Boosos. So, Dan, the New Day think they're going to win the tag team titles. Who do you think is going to win this match? I think it's going to be a New Day. The yes, new it is. Day. James, and what about yourself? I have gone for New Day as well. Indeed. All right, so why do you think the New Day will win tonight, then? Um, because they've not really done anything since hosting WrestleMania. And, you know, it's about time that they got the band back together, so to speak, you know, and <clears throat> challenge themselves for some tag team titles. And, you know, there is a few New Day fans still out there. It's not as big as it once was, but I think there's more New Day fans than there are Buso fans. Yes, but I think the problem with New Day as well, like we talk about, if you just look at the uh, hype bros and the kickoff, they're like a shit version of the New Day. The kind of colour scheme is kid-orientated, isn't it, you know? Uh, and I've heard to New Day, most of the humour is just not funny, you know? Uh, playing devil's advocate, I mean, with the Usos, would it make them look weak if the New Day were to come over from Raw and just beat them, you know, in their first match? Well, it wouldn't make them look so... Say, were... Well, they still are the longest reigning tag team champions of the modern era. So, you know, it's they've still got that going for them. And, you know, singles, Kofi Kingston, I think he's a brilliant athlete. You know, he had great potential when he first joins. He's, you know, he's kind of hovered around the middle. Same as Biggie Langston, you know, he was uh, CM Punk's heavy. Yeah, yeah. Former Intercontinental champion in his own right. And uh, Xavier Woods, you know, I've never been the biggest fan of his, but, you know, after seeing him in the ring with the New Day, he has got a few moves. Yeah. Uh, are we just waiting for the New... You know, do we want Biggie to finally turn on Kofi and Woods and just lay him out and go a different direction? You know, is this hurting Biggie? I think Kofi, I think it's his best position for him, and I think with Woods as well. But I don't see why... Biggie could turn heel and they could stay as a tag team anyway. Themselves, you know, that's to call themselves a new day, do they? They can just be the two day. The two day. Oh, there we go. And they make a joke about that. So, 
So it does look like it is going to be Kofi Kingston and Big E. In my opinion, the two strongest members of the New Day. And the match has started. So yeah, you said, Dan, the match has started. And now we see Jay in there with Kofi. I mean, the Usos are weird because they were kind of, I would say New Day-esque. But, you know, when they had the bright orange colours and the face paint. And now they've gone the complete different direction. I think it's only been good for the Usos, isn't it? It has, yeah, you know, they've they've been a lot more of a threat, but, you know, again, you can't take away from the bright colours of the New Day and the fact that they've got an extra man in the corner as well. Yeah. You know, as I've gone on timeless, uh, countless times to say, Big E, you know, he's a, he's a powerhouse, he's been around for a while, as, well, you know, no one's been around in this match as long as Kofi Kingston. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, and you talk about Biggie's power, you see on display as he splashes uh, Jay on the apron there. Now it's Kofi, Bracken, and Jimmy gets a blind tag. Uh, so we, you know, we talk about the promo and a few leading up to this. Of course, it's a big, Us- uh, big Usos. It's a big New Day's return, you know. And like I say, after being away for so long and not really wrestling Raw after losing their tag team titles, it's, it's a new challenge them, isn't it? And will they come here and beat SmackDown's number one team? I think it would definitely lead to other matches between the two. I think it would be a feud. That's now on the outside. Jimmy! Oh! Oh, well, after low bridging Kofi to send him on the outside, you know, he's he's just laying him out on the way for Finn Mats there around the ring. So what do the New Day have to do if they want to win, Dan? Oh, fuck Um hell. I think they need to keep the numbers in their favour. You know, it's... I know they're a face team, but you know, there's always the distraction from Xavier Woods on the outside. And, you know, they've they've been as a team for a while. So, you know, they're, they're bound to gel quite well together, you know. Yeah. So, they've got a few tag team manoeuvres. Are the New Day going to be saving the SmackDown tag team division? Well, I think that's a good question as we... See Kofi getting double suplex there by the Usos on the ring post. Very innovative. Indeed, very easy for you to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I say, the come over, are they going to save it? I mean, the tag team division, you've got the Usos. I don't know where they've hidden American Alpha these past couple of months. I've no idea what happened to them. Yeah. Uh, Bree Zango, I know you're not a fan of them. Uh, not in the who slightest. El- who else have we got on SmackDown tag team division? Exactly, so it's a little bit thin, isn't Hype it? Hype bros. Uh, so we've got no one really on the tag team. Co- Colons. Colons. Um, who sen- lost to the Hype Bros. So, you know, <sighs> if you're going to lose to the Hype Bros, you can't really be rated much as a tag team. Ascension, they're on there as well. Uh, so, you know, I think the New Day does bring depth. And to win the titles here tonight, you know, like we say, it would uh, it would, it would be good for the next the first team to hold the Raw and SmackDown. Tag team titles, but at the moment Kofi's in a lot of trouble. He is indeed, yes. Uh, Jay's gone up top. Jimmy's got Kofi laid across his knees, and a, another brilliant tag team. So, brothers. Well, New Day started strong, didn't they? But the Uso showing why they have been tag team ta- champion. The Uso showing why they have been tag team champions for so long now. Of course, successful title events against Breezango last month. Not exactly hard. <laughs> they are morons. Despite their many outfit changes. Do you still remember it? <laughs> it's hard to forget a pair of fucking idiots. Oh. Kingston's taken a lot of punishment from Jimmy and Jay. 
Well, Kofi, yeah, since he's, he's the one that had the knee injury that kept the new day out for a matter of time, and he's been beating the shit out of him. <laughs> the shit kicked out of him. He is. It's like he's a tag team partner in the Usos' corner, the position he's in at the moment. But he's trying to fight out. Sunset flip attempt on Jay, but he oh. holds on to the ropes, and Jimmy's pulling Kofi out by his head and drags him outside again. And now the Usos just smirking. No, they're not smoking. They've got a grin on their face. But the Usos certainly working really well as a team so far in this match. Well, how good are the Usos compared to other tag teams, Dan? Well, again, you know, there, there is a bit of depth to the SmackDown tag team division, but none of them are being portrayed, you know. there's American Alpha's been hidden, the Ascension's been hidden, and we're blessed with tag teams, the likes of Breezango and the Hype Bros. Yeah, there's you know? nothing wrong with Breezango. It's Kofi... Imagine to get the tag to Big E. Oh, belly to belly overhead there from Big E. And another one to Jimmy. Well, Big E to Jimmy, he's in a lot of trouble. Uh-oh. Oh, and a third belly to belly there. Big E's chest is ridiculous in size. And the length of his tongue. <laughs> he's dancing as well. Oh. oh, but Jimmy managing to recover quickly enough and deliver a Kick to Biggie's midsection and a big uppercut sending him back into the corner. Oh, but a rock bottom there from Langston. Goes for the cover. Oh. But a kick out. Ah. Now Biggie's got the claps trying to get the universe into it. The big ending time. Oh, got him up. Backslide from Jimmy and another uppercut. Oh, but deposits Jimmy on the outside. Oh. Biggie spears. Jimmy threw the middle rope and sent a very wafer-thin mats on the outside of the ring. But Kofi got the tag, the blind tag, so now they can just throw Jimmy in. Trouble in paradise. It might be trouble in paradise for the tag team reign of the Usos. Don't turn around, oh, Jimmy. Oh, ducks it. Tries for the clothesline, but Kingston dodges it backwards. Oh, and a whisper in the wind type manoeuvre to get away from the Usos, but gets a chop block to the back of his knee, sends him crashing to the mat. Oh! And Jay with the blind tag, he's in there and working on Kingston's leg. Well, they used this submission before, and of course with Kofi's bad, well, injured, surgically repaired leg, now he's in the middle of the ring, don't tap out. He's got nowhere to go. Can Biggie come in and save the day? I think he's still semi-concussed from his uh, big bump there he took through the ring ropes. Oh, and he gets punched off by... Oh! Oh, Jimmy goes flying through the ropes, but belly to belly overhead for him from Langston. <laughs> oh. oh! But walks straight into a super kick from Jay. And now Jay lining up Kofi. He's going to spin it into a troubling paradise. Oh. oh! No, he doesn't. He catches him in a... A dragon sleeper submission hold. Kofi's got him now. Middle of the ring. Submission's on. I can't see another Russo anywhere at the moment. Oh, fuck. And there he appears on the ring apron as if by magic. Oh, now Jay rolling up Kofi. Kofi rolls through. He's got him. SOS. Oh, one, two. Jay managing to save the match for the Usos and kicking out. Oh, big splash from Kingston. Biggie's got the blind tag. Oh. Delivers a suit. Oh, T-shirt's off. He means business, Dan. Jay means business. Going to go for the Uso splash. 
Oh, oh, but gets caught by Biggie. Well, couldn't quite hold on to him. I thought he broke his fucking neck for a second. He's got him up. Big oh. ending. Biggie's One, got it. Two, three. Oh no! 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 Jimmy in to save the day at the last second. I think he'd referee even went down for three. As now Woods on the apron with Francesca. The distraction tactic working perfectly. Oh, my God. Jimmy tries to swipe Woods. Gets eliminated from the rumble. Oh, but gets rolled up by Jay. Two. Oh. Langston managing to kick out. Ah. Can Biggie recover? Throws Jay over the top to the apron. He could try another one of those spears. Oh, oh but gets caught by both of the Usos. And now they've got something planned for Biggie. Going to finish him off now. No. Oh. <laughs> And Biggie's eliminated the Usos from the Rumble. Well, what power by Biggie! Now Kofi's got the tag in off the top with the Money in the Bank in the background. <laughs> oh, flies backwards onto the Usos. Oh wow! Picks up Jay to throw him in the ring for the ending. This is it, Biggie picking him up. Could this be the Midnight Hour? It is. Kofi, boom! boom. Plants Jay. Here we go. Kofi's cover. One, One two. two. Oh. oh. Jimmy pulls his brother out of the ring to safety. And again, saving the match for the Usos. There is no doubt in my mind. New Day should be champions twice. <laughs> and now Jimmy and Jay, what have they got planned? Well, the Usos walking away. Ten. Well, they're, count- they're counting. And, oh, not like this, Usos. Not another cheap finish. Ten. They're counted out there. And they're getting out of dodge. And the winners are the New Day. They are, indeed. I mean, it's a bit of a shame. I mean, I quite like that. Uh... Again, another catch. Yeah, but I, I quite like the match, though. It was, oh, we're getting to the finish in a second. I think this is going to be two things we do. We're going to talk about the match and then the finish. Because I thought the match, yeah, very reminiscent of the Kevin Owens AJ Styles match last month. Good match. It was really heated up. I was quite enjoying it, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, good chem- chemistry between each, uh, the two teams. And then, like we say, the finish. Yeah, um, well, the Shockmaster sign in the background. Sorry. Hey, most most ridiculous moments. That's next week, everybody. Yep, um, go on. Yeah, you know, it's again, it was a brilliant match between the two. A lot of chemistry was going perfectly. <laughs> but I think they're trying to save face for everyone. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, well... The thing is, how would it, Usos looked if they would have been beaten, like I say, by the New Day? Uh, again, I don't think it's the right finish for a paper. I don't want to sound old-fashioned yeah. here, but if it is on a major event, major event, we want to see a clean finish. And um, and yes, the Usos New Day will continue. Uh, but then again, you know, I mean, it, it was a good match though, wasn't it? Up it was point. a bloody good match, yeah, until just walking away after a 10 count. You know, it's... But the new day have come. Sorry. Yeah, I know. But I mean, the new day have come back low. They look really good. Uh, Kofi, I thought was really impressive. The punishment he took in Biggie as well. Very impressive. Biggie again. You know, he put it all on the line. Woods, you know, his distraction tactics on point. You know, perfect match. Yeah. But the ending, you know, and for all three of these matches we've seen. The first ending wasn't to, uh, your, to your taste. And they've all been screwy finishes, I tell you. <laughs> uh, let's hope it improves and move on. What it does mean, prediction-wise, though, we both get the point each. So we're now two points all as we move on 
to the next match. And with Money in the Bank not being that stacked uh, match-wise, so Father's Day is the same in America as it is in the UK. Yeah, only to link to the Daniel Bryan return. <laughs> oh, I thought they have been something really nice. They're not. Yeah, you're right. Daniel Bryan is back on SmackDown Live this Tuesday. After having his weirdly named baby. Anyway. Koi Carp. Magic. Koi Carp. Anyway, Bryan will be back. And it's all about the women's money in the bank ladder match. Bob Orton's in attendance. And if you look down at what I've written here, that might happen. Uh, but we see Sergeant Slaughter as well. But Sergeant S. Laughter. Sorry, I always get the name wrong. Up next, women's championship is on the new field of glow, Dan. Well, can you feel a cashing coming? Well, I calls it as she sees it. Naomi's coming out here. And uh, like we say, Dwayne saw this before anybody did. He saw the potential. He saw the untapped potential. No, he just said she's got nice shoes. She's got nice shoes, and now she's got a nice attire as well. Uh, Naomi, the women's champion against Lana. Uh, right, there's a couple of fucking questions to ask about this. First off, do you think this is going to be... Well, first off, what the fuck is Lana doing in right. this fucking match <laughs> yeah, yeah, to start yeah. with? Well, Lana... <laughs> um, if we talk about the build-up to it, uh, basically Lana returned wanting to be a part of the Money in the Bank ladder match. Shane McMahon said, no, you can't. But what you can have is a one-on-one match with Naomi at Money in the Bank. Case in point, she's not a wrestler, is she really, Lana? No, she's a manageress. Uh, she's not been around for a long time with Rusev. Where the fuck is Rusev? Uh, well, this is uh, apparently uh, Rusev. The last we heard of him, he wanted a WWE title match at Money in the Bank, unless there'd be trouble. Well, it's Money in the Bank. And we ain't seen him. Will he show up tonight during the WWE title match and call some ruckus, or will they just forget about it and move on? But like I say, the treatment of Rusev, we talked about it. On our last episode, didn't we? The disappearance of Rusev. Well, you know, he had a bit of heat coming into things. You know, I thought he was going to be good. He was undefeated for a little while. You know, had a good run and then flopped. Yeah, exactly. And then he was part of the League of Nations or whatever they are. Oh, my God. But is it John Cena's fault? You know, I mean, we won't go into that lengthy discussion now. Well, you know, has John Cena buried yet another competitor? Kiss of death. As we do see Lana coming out here, I don't expect... A great wrestler. Actually, I know she's been training at the Performance Center. But like we say, with these power couples coming, uh, I don't know. I did, Miss Elizabeth never wrestled. And I don't don't call me old fashioned in that way. But I think the way Maurice and Miz works. Yeah, well, I, Maurice is a more viable yeah. person to be in the ring than Lana is. Exactly, former Divas Champion. We shouldn't discredit Maurice. <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, with Lana, I, I don't know what's going to happen here. But with Naomi, Dan... Um... I'm expecting a squash match. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it can't be anything else, can it, really? It can't go, you know, any longer as to make Naomi look like a bit of an idiot. So, Dan, I've got a question. I think I know the answer. Does Naomi deserve a better contender or storyline? Take it away. Most definitely, yes. <laughs> um, you know, as we've said, there's a lot more talent... Even though she is fucking bang tired, though. Yeah. There is a lot more talent on SmackDown for, you know, you could have had Lana playing a bit part in the Money in the Bank ladder match and had a, have a go against Becky Lynch or Charlotte or Carmella. You know, you could yeah. have had her going against someone different and it would have been probably a more viable match than what we're about to see here. Yeah, but I'll tell you one of the things I like about Naomi 
Uh, she genuinely look, and this is one of my things against who should not be named. She looks happy that she is women's champion. You know, she's got it on her shoulder. She looks like it has been a dream for quite some time. Uh, and, and credit to her, you know, she was a former cheerleader, came in part of the Funkadactyls, didn't she? Yeah. And just worked hard. It's a Trish Stratch story. You worked hard you, and you got what coming to you. Naomi didn't know anybody in the business, you know, uh, and she's got to position well, now. Well, unlike Trish, Naomi didn't have to call around on all fours and be... <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is true. She just had to team up with Broder's Clay for a few months, but I don't know which is worse. You decide. So before the bell rings, this huge women's titles match women's title match Dan do you want to know who I've gone for um, if it's not Naomi you're a twat <laughs> who have you gone for James I've gone for a surprise I have gone for Naomi I moan I have also gone for Naomi so not really much surprise what we were talking about before wasn't it really I mean Naomi is a viable contender in the women's division I don't think Lana is but could Lana... I mean, I wouldn't look past Lana causing an upset tonight as she started off in control. Indeed, yes. But she certainly doesn't deserve it. And, yeah, you know, as we say, though, you know, we might even see a cash-in. The women's ladder match was very early on. Will Carmella capitalise on this early on to rega- well to gain her first championship? And fucking hell, Lana's not really covering much from behind. No, she's not. And that's an excellent point as well, <laughs> And it is a major distraction. A major, major distraction. distraction. On NXT, she was doing entrance with a chair as well. Very provocatively, they said. Whether she brings to SmackDown or not, it's, it's there to be seen. As Naomi misses a diving crossbody and Lana was in control, just hang up, held, held up? Hung up her leg on the second rope there. And if an injured leg, hmm, hmm. Wow. Maybe they've all gone for Cokes. (laughs) But yes, we are in, Dan, your hero's hometown here tonight. We are, yes, we are in uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Yes, the home, the birthplace of Of Randall Orton. (laughs) And Lana's got this admission, can Naomi fight back? Do you know why... Lana is putting her head forward that when she's doing it. Why? Because she's telling Naomi what move to do next. In a WWE, oh. usually the heel calls the match. So, unbelievably, Lana is probably calling the majority of this action at the moment. Yeah. Uh, of course, it changes for other wrestlers. It does indeed. Austin used to call all of his matches. Exactly. And he called it on the fly as well for anybody who's never heard of that. Uh, where you change for the crowd. I mean, so if they were doing this match now and they had something planned out, you might want to change it up a little bit. But Lana, impressing there. That suplex with that bad leg right on that rope. And Lana, again, yeah. Going to the well again. I just got distracted then. Uh, yeah, didn't no, you just I find yourself drifting off? Yeah, I did then. If she hung up Naomi and now she's going to just kick the leg out from her leg. Well, you know, she's certainly targeting a body part and she's going for a different leg this time. Anywho, she's wrapping around the bottom rope. Well, fair play to Russo for bagging that. Yeah, exactly. Especially where he looks. You can't not be impressed by that huge kick by Lana, then. Knocking Naomi down. This could be it. We've got a new women's champion. Again, hooking both legs. No, kick out. Oh. Is SmackDown trying to get to the raw level? <laughs> do, do, what, going down? Do twice monthly pay-per-views ruin a product? And find this out more as we watch it. Well, okay. Sorry, again, you know, it's... Uh, 
if they was to be kept to their own shows, you know, which they have been doing. But, you know, I think there is too many, even though there is only one a month for Raw and one a month for SmackDown. Yeah, I think it is too many. You know, it's a two-week break every time, isn't it? You know, so... Don't get us wrong, you know, when it's good, we like watching it. But when it's bad finishing and bad wrestling like it is at the moment, it's not Naomi's fault. Yeah. She's been put in a situation, she's trying her best. But even Naomi is not what we say carries a wrestler, do you know what I mean, in that way? Well, she's, you know, green herself. Yeah. Quite new to the title picture, despite, you know, being a really worthy champion. Yeah. But, you know, she'd have a better match against Becky Lynch, against Charlotte. Yeah. Against, you know, a good wrestler. <laughs> I've just had a really weird comparison. Like when Diesel won a title, he went against Psycho Sid. If it had gone against Shawn Michaels or Bret Hart, do you know what I mean? It yeah. would have been a better match. But you don't take away from that. Not to say Naomi is a Diesel, but someone who's new. Butt bump, knocked out. No. Oh, hook the leg, but only getting a two count. Two. And she's feeling that left knee. Oh, oh. my God. God. She nearly slipped her lip. She did. The extension of the kick there, that's what Dan said, was boots in the face. <laughs> oh, come on. There's not much else going on in this match apart from an attempted crutch shot from Lana. Well, I can almost see it too. Huge slam there by Lana. Naomi managing to power out of that. <laughs> I mentioned tits and she does that. Yeah, she does power out as my screen goes dark. And Lana oh. slapping Naomi. Carmella's music hits, and I did say, not that she's going to cash in, but she's going to make an appearance during the match. But is she going to make a triple threat match with this patch? This could save the match. Does she want to do it now? Ellsworth's there. So, I mean, Ellsworth going pin Naomi for the title and hand it to Carmella. Is she cashing it in? Is she? Nah. No. Didn't I say that they yeah. come down and not cash in? So, Carmella's, carry on. Carmella's come down just as the... Uh, a distraction to Lana, to be fair. Waiting too long for that. You ain't, yeah. You're not getting a pin. I'll move you here. And now strikes to the face. And Carmella like, could capitalise any moment. Suplex. Oh, Naomi with a backslide. Rolls up Lana. Oh. She's got her locked up. Got her in a submission. I think she beat Alexa Bliss with WrestleMania. And she's tapping out. <laughs> and she does. Lana's tapped. Naomi wins the match. Fair play to that, but will Carmella cash in? I don't think Naomi's that beating up. Big smile on her face, and is that a match-up to come? Well, will Lana attack Naomi from behind after being beaten with some relative ease? Oh, referee's attending to Lana. And Carmella saying, no, no, I don't want to cash in. No. She could do it any time. It's, it's, you know what I mean? It's her... It is her prerogative. And the great thing is it makes Carmella now more successful in wrestling than in doing big cast. Indeed, yes. Do you think, like, there was a backstage saying, yeah, this match is really crap, you know. Not Naomi's fault, but, you know, they're out to try and get a bit of hate during the match. Uh, most most possibly, yeah, most possibly. What did you think of the match? I thought it was terrible. Lana certainly did not deserve her place in that match whatsoever, and I'm surprised it wasn't over quicker. Uh, and it made Naomi look worse. I mean, I, do you know what I mean? You, you don't usually come out of a victory looking worse, but you did tonight. Building up towards Carmella and Naomi. But Lana moves on, hopefully back to the arms of Rusev. But you know what that means, though, Dan? It means we both get another point each. It does indeed, yes. And there's only two matches to go. And we're tying at the moment. Three points apiece with the Money in the Bank and the WWE title. 
Con- con the line. On the line. Coming up. Coming up. Coming up and on the line. Coming the line. What were your thoughts on the match? Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. There is nothing else. I wholeheartedly agree. There is nothing else to say about that match. We'll leave that match alone and we'll just say to that match, what we'll do is rub its face in it and say, don't do it again. All right? Don't do it again. And hopefully it'll learn a lesson. So the only exciting thing about that match was a potential lip slip from Lana. Yeah. Like you said, the potential cashing by Carmella is the most exciting thing that we've seen there. Oh, but look who's backstage. So they're trying to identify who attacked Tyler Breeze. And they've got a video of it. Who could it be? Who could this team be? They've attacked Breeze and Go. It's probably them being twats doing it to themselves. I don't know. How can they build a video? Because it's a video. <laughs> it's a video, James. It could have been recorded. I don't know. Well, they are not giving up finding out who did it. Might be Ted DiBiase. Might be Michael Hayes. This is Fashion Vice. And what's this? We've seen the love hearts on the stage. The announcer's been stopped mid-cent. Hey! Mike and Maria Canellis are here, Dan. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the power couple. What have you got to say? That's where she's been for seven years. She's looking for a perfect partner, Dan. They want to teach us the power of love. I got one Mike Bennett fact up my sleeve, Dan. Go on and fact me. Uh, he is a cunt. No, you know the only guy to impact wrestling that like Ethan Carter third because of his entrance. three. Trouble, 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 trouble. Well, his undefeated streak was ended when I used to watch it by Mike Bennett. I think he will be less successful here. So, Dan, first impressions. I mean, obviously we know Maria. What do you think of this new couple? It's fucking bullshit, isn't it, really? <laughs> Are we getting enough of it now? <laughs> well, you and your fucking power couple talks and yeah, another fucking power couple have come along. <laughs> For fuck's sake, he's wrestling, not fucking matchmaker or something. You know what I mean? There's too many couples. We need to have a money in the bank mixed tag match. <laughs> Again, they're the most fucking pointless thing ever because you can beat someone down, get your tag to your partner, then the other fucking person's got to come in. <laughs> What's the fucking point in that? Not if it's a ladder match where Els pushed Becky Lynch off there and get it. This is almost as fucking sad as Santina Santina Morella <laughs> winning the fucking women's championship. You know what I mean? <laughs> fucking uh, chinless cunt getting involved in a fucking match you ain't even in. Well, the, the rumor... It's almost as ridiculous <laughs> as Randy Orton being beaten by Jinder fucking Mahal for the heavyweight uh, championships when his fucking shoulder went uh, down on uh, the uh, fucking uh, mat. I think you need to chill down a little bit. All right? I think you need to chill down a little bit. I think the rumour was before the show went, before we went on it, was Mike, I should, Mike Bennett and uh, Maria at the airport in St. Louis say nothing going on here. So you kind of, well, I don't say they're going to show up here, but pretty good guess. But we'll see what happens. As they, I mean, they're waiting. They cut problems. matches short for this. Well, we've only got five matches. We needed stuff in between, didn't we? You know, we uh, needed another fucking up. match. <laughs> We might have other matches. Oh, I, I hope. It's I, a pay-per-view. Save it for fucking Raw or SmackDown. Well, they are the new... They want a power of love. Yes, Shane McMahon, you speak sense. What did he say? I had envisioned for the first ever women's Money in the Bank match, Real Ellsworth and Carmella just robbed the WWE universe. And Charlotte. 
<laughs> and of Dan, winning the title. And at Vince McMahon, WWE. Exactly. <laughs> but I suppose that's why she was the bookie's favourite. But JBL, JBL said that he agrees with the decision. Well, JBL's a cunt and a bully. Mm. But this is the thing about the bookies, isn't it? Sometimes they're right, sometimes wrong. I bother not to look at it until after I've done my predictions because you probably thought Carmella, out of all of them as well, was probably got the best chance. A bit like, spoiler alert, Baron Corbin in the main event here tonight. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about something even more important for you, Dan. Can Randy Orton do it? In his hometown, in front of his whole family. Regain the title that he didn't even fucking lose. Exactly. See, the Maharaja... <laughs> I can't do it about you having a go at me. It will be Jinder Mahal, WWE Champion, versus Randy Orton. And let's have a look at this fantastic promo. Bharat. <laughs> एक करोड़ से ज्यादा लोगों का धनवान और महान देश और इन सब लोगों में से एक शक्तिमान योद्धा नामवर हो गया The entire world will witness what the great country of India already know that I am the modern day Maharaja The following contest is for the WWE Championship Oh okay जैसे भविष्यवाणी की गई थी एक नया दौर आ गया है This is not about you. This is about me. I celebrate for my people. I celebrate for India. Jago, oh, Deco. You people can shower me with your hatred. That does not change the fact that 1.3 billion people are celebrating my accomplishment. Speaking of the Viper. 
Let Jinder Mahal run his mouth all he wants because in the end, actions speak much louder than words. Actions. Oh my God! From out of nowhere! My name is Randy Orton. I have beaten the best that this industry have ever seen. This is in my blood. Jinder Mahal thinks that he's earned your respect. The only thing Jinder Mahal has earned the right to is a good old-fashioned Orton family ass-kicking. The day of the Viper has passed. The time for conversation is over. The sun has risen on a new era. At Money in the Bank, the era in my hometown, I'm gonna take back of the modern days. It's a WWE Championship. Maha Raja. Uh, oh, what did you think of the promo? See, I think this is just racial stereotypical. And then the fucking Singh brothers put him out after he gets hit by an RKO. That was just cheating for starters. And then the little fucking pair of cunts get involved in the match when they shouldn't have been involved in the match. Distracting Randy Orton. They know what kind of a temper the man's got. So you know he wouldn't just fucking take it lying down. Distracted beating the fuck out of them pair of twats and then he gets fucking hit from behind. So you're not Travis happy. Travesty, James. It's a travesty. I don't know if I get this right. So you're not happy with the price? <laughs> no. No. Randy Orton could have had legacy at ringside. He could. And as we'll maybe see in future episodes, they helped him to victories. What's different with the Singh brothers helping Mahal to victory? <clears throat> because they're twats. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's true. That is true. Uh, so... <laughs> this is going to be so much fun. Jinder Mahal, <laughs> Randy Orton. Is, was it, Was it Dan, a publicity stunt? Most definitely, yeah, because they've got a tour coming up in India. <laughs> we see it used, all, uh, we've been talked about all over the world. Definite shock factor as well. Oh, well, if they're going to be going to Asia soon, they're going to put the fucking championship on Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, that new Japanese guy they signed, wasn't it? Or fucking Ho Ho Lung. Exactly. <laughs> Ho Ho Lung becomes WWE champion. <laughs> I mean, I told you. That'd make more sense than that <laughs> fucking idiot being it. Look, he was part of fucking 3MB. What are them cunts done with their <laughs> life now? Hey, you wash your fucking mouth out, son. Right, Dan, stop it. Right, Dan, so get your anger issue resolved for a second because we've just been introduced before the match. Well, you know, there was there was an interesting thing that Randy has beaten the best. Yes, but he hasn't beaten Jinder Mahal. Exactly. Randy has beaten the best. Ah, okay. So we talk about the best. We have legends in attendance. And St. Louis legends. Yes, we do indeed. St. Louis, Missouri. And first up is Greg Gagne. Is he, the, is he the fellow that won uh, two-time Aiden champion? Yeah, he is. So you know him then. I've heard of him. Yes, his uh, dad, Vern Gagne, uh, was a major force in wrestling. Major, major force. force. Up next, Dan. Uh, Larry the Axe Hennig. Uh, and uh, you, you may know him as uh, Mr. Perfect's dad. He is indeed Mr. Perfect's dad. And is it a sad state that he's still around, but unfortunately his son's not? Or his grandson is not around yeah, either. Who, who knows what happened to Curtis Axel, but he's a four-time well tag team champion. And he stands up, bless him. And this next guy, Dan, you probably won't recognise him, but the ears might give it away. It is Neville's grandfather. No, it's not. <laughs> it's a guy. 
who we all know well is Baron Von Rasky. And he is the two-time AWA television champion and a man whose face and chin you can't <laughs> forget, Sergeant S. Laughter. And he's a Hall of Famer, class of 2004, main event in WrestleMania 7 for the WF Championship against Hogan, plus more. USA! And next to him, and I'm glad he's in attendance, uh, because I might have something written down about him, it is Cowboy Bob Orton. And he is looking older and older. He say that, but he, thank God someone did. He is looking quite fragile right now. And next to him, well, I've never, Woo! I've never, never heard of that guy before in my life. Never heard of him. Who is that? Sixteen-time world champion, Hall of Famer, son, uh, father of the woman who should have won the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. It is Rick. Woo, Flair. Get over yourself. Flair, can a former Evolution stable mate of his win the WWE title tonight for a record? For a record, he's going to win a record. Orton's going to win his record. How many titles has he won? 14. 14 tonight. So there we go. Randy Orton is going for history in himself. I mean, obviously he's not Cena, but he's definitely up there. Well, Singh Brothers introducing WWE champion, a man who shocked the world. If only someone would have called it as well. Oh, wait. Infidel! Jinder Mahal is coming out of here. We cannot confirm nor deny that he may or may not have been taking performance enhancing substances to get the body the size that he has. He's saying he hasn't, so I believe him. He is our WWE champion now, isn't he? He's your WWE champion. He's never going to be my WWE champion, ever. Like I say, I thought Mahal would do it last month. I was proved right, and tonight is another question entirely, especially going into the hometown of Randy Orton. But does Mahal suit the WWE championship? No. I think I know every answer is going back to me here tonight. I don't know. He's growing on me. Because he's taking performance enhancing drugs. That's why he's growing. He's growing oh, on right. everyone. I wanted to grow on you like a skin tag. <laughs> he's growing on you like a cancerous tumour. <laughs> All right. Hang on. Even though I wasn't that bad with Mojo, for fuck's sake. No, but Jinder is out here. Don't... I'm sure if Mojo was to screw Bobby Roode out of the NXT Championship, I'm sure you'd... Refer to him as a cancerous tumour on life. Dan, we all know if that was to happen, I wouldn't be doing podcasts because I would have committed suicide. All right? We all know. Don't be Indeed. silly now. <laughs> okay? But Jinder Mahal is here. And he's the guy that has beaten Randy Orton. And, and, and this is the crazy thing. And they're going all out. They've even got the uh, Persian rug in the ring for his entrance. Did you hear they've added fireworks? Didn't I talk about that? Why, well, why did they add fireworks? No, as in, in on SmackDown recently. Oh. Why would you need fireworks? You're doing this perfect enough as it is. Well, Jinder Holt, so Dan, before we hear Randy Orton's entrance, i got to ask you, and I'm, I guess no surprise, seeing as the way you've been acting all night, who is going to win the WWE Championship match? Jinder Holt versus your man, the guy in just going to do Randy Orton special. Who have you gone for, Dan? Well, I've gone for... Minda Jahal to retain. I know it's caused controversy before, but you clearly didn't have a problem with saying someone's going to retain, so you can't portray any problem with it when I do it. You've thrown cat monks pigeons, all right? Let me go on to that after we hear Randy Orton's entrance. Good hill reception, Mahal's getting, to be fair. 
because everyone's in the same state as me. It's not an actual heel reception. It's because they hate the cunt for it's not his unwantingly fault. It's to not win his fault. the t- title. It's not his fault. Well, it's your fault. <laughs> See the response for someone who's been around that long that he gets. 15 years in the business. And he still gets cheered the fuck. Yes, he still gets cheered the fuck. Does John Cena get that? Uh, Might do now, yeah. We'll see when John Cena returns on the July 4th edition of Smackdown. Smackdown? Not what I stopped myself for. Randy Orton coming out on that. Randy Orton getting the crap. So, first off, Dan, you know what I'm going to say? Why do you never go for your blokes? (laughs) I mean, yeah, you went for Orton last week. Why have you betrayed Randy Orton yet again? I mean... You, you. I think you're basically one on one. One month Royal Rumble, Orton. Next month not Orton. Following month Orton. Well, it's for the simple fact that there is a WWE tour coming up in India, and it is something that would be best for business. But won't it destroy Randy Orton? Well, no, because you know that you and I know that it's not going to be a clean victory for Jinder Mahal over Randy Orton. Well, you've gone retains, which again, excellent point. That's barred. Do you, and we can go back to old podcasts where you'd had a go at me for 20 minutes about using the taints. I was like, okay, we won't use them now. And all of a sudden, it comes... Do you know, a part of me wants Randy Orton to win cleanly just to be in your fucking face. <laughs> well, also going alongside the fact that I know you've gone for Hinder Majul. Yeah. So... Right, what it is, Dan, right... Uh, no, no, I'll explain to you. You're a desperate man. A desperate man do desperate men do crazy things. You're you you need a well, paper. Can I can I just point out this fact, yeah? That if you'd have used your lo- loaf and you'd have gone with the man that you hate to win the first match, you could be on for a clean sweep tonight, James. No, it's that's not about that because I hate Mojo Ron. Is it no, sorry, you're right. It's definitely about that. And the reason why I didn't go Mojo, I will be happy if it's a perfect score without Mojo. Because I will never perfect score. I will never go for Mojo. I will never and that's what I stand by. No matter what happens in what situation, like I say, if he's one of my guys, I'll go for him. If I'm against him, I, I will never... You've gone for Enzo Bicass in the past as well. Well, there we go. So, I might miss out tonight, but I can be glad because Mojo is still a cunt. But anyway, <laughs> we move on. And it is title time. Not a bad And response. as you said, it's not Jinder Mahal's fault that he won. It's <laughs> not down to Jinder Mahal, is it? No, it's not. It's WWE management that got involved in it and tried to surprise everybody, which was a big shock. Now looks like it's going with it. Has it ruined Rusev? Has it ruined other wrestlers? That's something we've got to discuss. Uh, the question is, can Jinder Mahal, is this a one-time thing, Dan? Um, he'll lose it very soon after the tour. You know, it's, whether it's, it's as simple as that, literally. Yeah. Just... And as I said, you know, if there's an Asia tour, they'll put it on an Asian. So he's literally one-hit wonder. He will never yeah. be WWE. He no. won't be contending a WWE title in a couple of years' time. No, well, you know, look at the talent. Going into the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. You've got Nakamura. You know, I'd put the strap on tomorrow. Yes. You've got yeah. AJ Styles, who was a worthy holder of the title. You've got Kevin Owens, who was a brilliant title holder. You've got Sami Zayn, who could do a Daniel Bryan and hold it brilliantly. And you've got Baron Corbin, the big man, who you've wanted the title on for ages. Yes. but See, I... that's just five there in the next match. But I Dolph think... Ziggler doesn't deserve it. But look at the reaction the match is getting even before it starts. 
Mahal, like you say, is a proper hill. Fans don't like. He's not a cool hill. There's nothing to cheer about him. And they're in Randy Orton's corner. And how many times do you say it with a wrestler? Even Baron Corbin, with his size, you still think, oh, yeah, he's pretty cool. With Jinder Mahal, a bit like The Miz, there is nothing. Well, maybe The Miz cut the little things. But there's nothing with Jinder Mahal. You go like, oh, really cool. Oh, he nearly had an RKO just like that. Just like that. So what does uh, Mahal have to do if he wants to win this one then, Dan? Use the Bollywood boys. <laughs> Simple as that. He needs to wind Randy Orton up because we know Randy Orton's got a temper. And he'd just wail on Jinder Mahal in the corner until he gets a five count. That's forfeiting the title. And you know Randy Orton's not above that. He's held the title enough times to think, well, you know, I've, I've had the title loads. You know, so it's uh, yeah, no, no, I'd, I'd start, no big thing. It's a bit of it's a shame that Randy Orton can't beat Jinder Mahal and the Bollywood boys. Do you know what I mean? Three on, if it was a three-on-one handicap match, I think he'd do better than it would be yeah. in this kind of setting. Yeah. So, yeah, Mahal does indeed retain... But the thing is as well, because you've got what I've written down on mine, I have gone for Jinder Mahal, I should say, after all that. Just Jinder Mahal. If it's a clean pinfall victory, fair enough, it's submission. If he makes him submit in his hometown, it'll be one of the greatest things of all time. <laughs> but yeah, if Mahal, what I reckon, Mahal slaps Bob Orton and sending Randy Orton on a wild race, disqualified, counted out. <clears throat> Again, that would be probably the wisest way to do it because you can't see what happened last time. If if Randy Orton gets pinned again, can Randy Orton, does he deserve that treatment? But again, you know, it is, he's doing a solid. He's, you know, a seasoned veteran, a very well-known veteran. Been around the block 15 years, 13-time heavyweight champion, you know. So he has... Done it all yeah. in WWE. And to help, you know, put... I'm using the word talent loosely. To help putting talent over, it is good for what he's doing, you know. It's not something that you'd see John Cena doing nowadays. Yeah, but I, I, I completely agree with you there. But <clears throat> the thing is, helping talent. If Randy Orton just beats the crap out of Jinder Mahal for 15 minutes and then it's a cheap finish each time, we, as we've seen it in the past, it doesn't help that wrestler does he you know so I think with Jinder Mahal it's a weird thing because he could literally go from WWE champion and like I say after the tour to, to nothing again to going back to main events and doing matches I wouldn't want to see that I think Mahal you know if you're going to do it use him don't use the racial stereotypes that you are like, like you say they're using which they are do it more like, kind of like they do with Mustafa Ali like an Indian JBL you know the kind of the money you've got and showing it off that way you don't need the kind of really racial undertones I think Mahal is someone good as well because of, of who he is, you know, because he is different as opposed to... Uh, that's what I like about SmackDown roster. I feel it's different. You talk about Nakamura, you talk about it's Corbin. multicultural. Exactly. Whereas with Raw, you've got, what, Balor, Reigns, uh, Rollins. Rollins. It all, Wyatt. Exactly. They're all kind of similar <clears throat> in that way. As Randy Orton gets... Uh, oh, Jinder Mahal gets the first bit of offence in. Irish ripping him to steps. So it all started inside the ring. Well, it all started when he uh, backdropped him over the top. Randy Orton landed funny on his knee. And uh, Mahal's just been targeting Orton's left knee. Well, don't forget Randy Orton is fragile. So... <laughs> I wouldn't say that to his face. No, well, i got no problem with Randy Orton, but uh, he's in a little bit of trouble here. And uh, I tell you what, a submission victory would be fucking hilarious, but... 
I'll take anything as long as you like to say Randy Orton doesn't. <laughs> anyway, you've won. I can see why the retains thing. Could have had the Usos retain. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. But New Day still. Yeah, I like to. Yeah, this this better this way, I know. And now Jinder Mahal with a vicious attack. The WWE champion zoning in on the Viper and trying to. What do you do with a snake, Dan? You try and cut his head off. That's what Mahal yes, is trying to do. But you cut off one head, two more shall take its place. That's Hydra. Hail Hydra. That's Hydra, yeah. Oh, and Randy Orton somehow just manages. Well, when he goes outside the ring, he's right. His father, Rick Flair, and all these legends. Oh. And, and Mahal's fallen in his dad's lap. Go on. Go on. Boat him in the face. Go no, on. slap slap Mahal. Slap Orton. Go on. Send Orton into a divvy rage. That's what it's like to be in the front front row there. And then Mahal just got introduced to all the legends. And oh no. Oh, trying to get introduced to the announce table. But bounces the Viper's head off the announce table. This is the thing. You don't want to hinder gender. And now that bad leg. Oh. oh. Dropping Orton knee first onto the announce table. Well, he's trying to injure a snake by taking out his legs. And Norton's tied up in cables. Yeah. And as we all know, snakes don't have legs. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I can see. Point. That's what I'm trying to do. But the Maharaji throws all back in the ring. But snakes do have tails. They do have tails. <laughs> and I think we're going off piste. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Not a dreaded submission hold. But well, the... So I, I, I don't know what I'm going to go Orton. But do you think Orton could get a better match out of wrestlers? Or do you think it's because of Jinder Mahal, they can't have a good match? It's just basic. Well, you know, I was literally just about to say, I've yet to see anything impressive from Jinder Mahal. But I would, you could argue the fact of, yeah, I mean, very basic. I'm not going to lie to you. But I think Randy Orton has got the, the, the basic moves. There's nothing... We like haven't he does seen it with perfection. Yeah, 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 don't get me wrong. Like he's, he's good. Uh, like I say, with execution, but there's nothing in this match that Randy was going to do that like we haven't seen before, and and that's not a knock at him. But yeah, uh, like I say, Jinder Mahal is a much worse wrestler. There's no doubt about that. Fall away, slow man. Said that for a while. <laughs> Eat your own fucking words, bitch. <laughs> you Go on, You're going to get some anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Still, I'd like to you've see gone for Rand, you've gone against Randy Orton in every possible way with fucking Mahal retained. You're like, I'm gonna fuck you everywhere. <laughs> a clean pinfall victory. But can he beat Jinder Mahal? Like I say, beating all these great legends, and now is one is not for one against Mahal. But as I've mentioned before, Mahal is nowhere near a legend. <laughs> well, he wants to face the Rock, so that might happen at WrestleMania one day. You never know, Mahal versus the Rock. Orton's beating him as Jinder sets Randy Orton up. On the barricade and all, oh, bad leg and all. Back in the ring. But again, you know, he's going to have to pull it out of his ass if he wants to beat Orton as clean as you like. Yeah, uh, in his hometown as well. Like I say, like Ellsworth played a part earlier, the Singh brothers will play a vital role, much like they did last month. It's obvious Mahal can't beat Orton in a one-on-one situation, but as I say, that's a lovely super kick. Well, Orton going for a knock out of nowhere. Gets hit with a super kick. Down for the cover, but only a two. Two. Like, dim the lights there. But that's what Randy Orton's got to do. Arc out of nowhere. And hopefully before the rest of the, uh, the rest of the Singh brothers can get in and finish it off. So, it looks like the uh, Singh brothers are not only 
here managing Jinder Mahal, but they're also off uh, waitering tonight as well. They are indeed. You're so sad in that bus. <laughs> Hello, mate. <laughs> yeah, white t-shirt, black trousers. You got it, mate. I want to see the Sing Brothers go through the announce table again. That was brilliant. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> Come on now. I don't think all should be able to hurt them anymore. That's unfair. I want the Sing Brothers to get involved and then Ric Flair and Sergeant S. Laughter <laughs> come out. That's what's going to happen, isn't it? Yeah. All the legends fighting together. Well, you know, he Orton was once known as the legend killer. Yeah, but look what Ginger's doing right now. Oh. You talk about that. They say imitation is the most sincere <laughs> form of flattery, James. And he's wooing. Woo. Oh, <laughs> Ric Flair looking on going, Jesus Christ. I can't do Ric Flair. Oh, look at his face. Ric Flair looking on, not knowing what the fuck is going Looks on. Looks like he's had a stroke. Yeah. Of Charlotte. <laughs> oh, and Orton looked like he was going to try to get the leg off for the submission, but he's stuck now, middle of the ring. How turn it, get... Orton, turn it. How can you get out of here? Mahal's got it on. you got to turn it, reverse the pressure. Oh, oh, oh hey, my God. He gets it over. He's turned it, reverse the pressure. Go on, tap, tap your bastard, tap. <laughs> well, there's the damage being done to Orton's leg. I mean, Mahal's been working on that leg throughout the entirety of this match. Well, it's obvious Mahal had a game plan, didn't he? And that's what he's putting into place in this match. Don't forget, you can still hit the RKO with one leg. Exactly. But with Randy Orton, I think his leg would rather break. Than he would. Him. He'd rather have his leg broken than tap out to the Maharaja. <laughs> he's going for it again. Oh, he's just trying to put pressure onto that knee of Orton. Oh. Oh, Orton rolls him up. Two. Oh. Huge clothesline on the hall. i got to say, this has been the worst match. Oh. We've just seen Lana Naomi, to be fair. But yeah. this is not that much better than that at the no. moment. Not with my hall in control here. We need Orton to get up and pop. But again, I don't want a repeat of Bliss versus Bailey. Someone who... You'd expect to at least put in a half-decent performance, just gets worked on through the entirety of the match to lose. Yeah. At the moment, Mahal's been in control, what you say, last five minutes? Yes, yeah, for the majority of the match, I mean, Orton had a bit of a flurry at the start, but since he landed awkwardly on that leg, it's just been on Mahal. And now he's trying to fight out of that at the top. Punches to the midsection. Okay, off the top. Pow. Sends Mahal to the hat. The thing is, Van Newton could do that. He just chooses not to. Yeah. <laughs> oh! Sidesteps Mahal and Mahal eats the turnbuckle. But Orton needs to go to that place. What's that? The top rope? That's where Orton's well, gone. That's where he's <laughs> headed. Huge clubbing strikes to the back. Uh-oh. Set him up for a superplex. It's more of a snap superplex from Orton. But he's felt, he's felt the knee as soon as he went down. Could that, could that heart, could that, could it damage him? He could indeed. Goes for the cover. Forearm across the face, but Mahal managing to kick out. Ah, oh, Randy, <laughs> can't you see? Sorry, I'll break into song there. And Randy now, right hand. Randy, right hand. Jinder fights back. Randy Orton fighting back. Uppercuts. Venomous uppercuts, but uh, Mahal goes low to the knee. Runs into an Orton clothesline, and this is it. This is where Orton's at his deadliest when he's powering up. Snap power slam. But the thing is, Randy Orton at 50%. Is he better than Jinder Mahal at 100%? He should be. I said it quick enough, didn't I? <laughs> Mahal rolls to the outside. 
On DDT, we know how devastating this is. Oh, no, surely not. Don't call me Shirley, but it looks like it's going to happen. Taking too long, though. Plant him. Go on. Boom. And he got all of that one. Pound them out, Orton. He's Randy Orton. Getting a faraway look in his eyes. And he's generally serious trouble as the Singh brothers slash Bollywood boys look on. Punt the arsehole. Straight into the 15th row. That's the thing with Orton. It's the little movements. Is he tries to get the crowd into it. Or the big movements of saying, come on, everybody. Well, it certainly works. The crowd's on their feet. So what's next, Dan? Orton pounds the mat. And he's going to lay Mahal's face into the mat. Okay, time we can see a new WWE champion. Oh! Whoa. Mahal can't even fucking take a One, two, it's over. Oh! It should have been over there, but one of the Singh brothers places Mahal's foot on the bottom rope, and that's going to distract Orton into beating a granny out of him. Go on. Did you... Orton saying to him, don't throw him out. Don't throw him out. There's no point throwing him out. Orton to throw him out for him. Don't oh, disqualify. No, he's yeah, sorry, begging not to disqualify Mahal. So he retains the title. Yeah, so that would be disqualification. Mike Kyoda. Out of here. And he sends the Singh brothers to the back. Well, Orton is on his knees begging Mike Kyoda. Yeah, not, don't stop the match. It's my title on the line. The Singh brothers are gone. So this is even the playing field, Dan. In his hometown. Potentially has. Randy Orton. Who would have seen it coming? And he's still arguing with Mike Kyoda. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Singh like, Brothers. Yeah, which one's his dad? Oh, it's that one there. There he is. Singh the one Brothers. with the hat on. Not the one with the camo. Well, Bull Bolton says, you're out of here. The Singh Brothers look on. They oh, got... they're plotting something now. They got an idea. They're all getting in Legend's face. The Singh Brothers now. Especially Bob... Flair jumped that barrier. Oh, my oh. God. They got Bob Orton. That's it. Hurt him. Oh, no. Randy Orton <laughs> going He's into a rage. Distracted, yeah. <laughs> Throws one into the ring post, a big uppercut to another. Oh my god. Move. He's going to hurt him. Oh my god. Well, Dan is trying to put the hands on Randy Orton's dad, and uh oh. Oh, not another sink brother like that. Oh. oh, drops him back first onto the barricade. Alright, that's it, they're out. <laughs> <laughs> You'll go through the announce table again. <laughs> have, have you had a premonition of what was to happen? The announce table now. See if you can do it properly this time. Oh! oh! <laughs> Hit it hard, bounced off straight into a chair. <laughs> and he's not finished, is he? Well, again, you know, the distractions coming into play from a hole. Well, giving him a lot of time to recover. That's an excellent point. Being hit with the RKO, but now he must have had three minutes to recover from that. Get his breath back. And Mahal's not even in the ring at the moment. Why is the ref- a referee just going to have to make sure everything's all right? So he's not a count out at the moment. No disqualification. Slowly punching one of them in the head. <laughs> Give him a whole even more time to recover. That is so Randy Orton. We've nearly seen as many RKOs in this match as we did in the Royal Rumble 2009. As we're going to see in the Royal Rumble 2009. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as we're going to see. Oh, we've seen two. Two. Uh-oh. Well, Randy Orton doesn't want to monitor the situation. And this is a bit stupid, isn't it? But it still, is. what we got to say, if it was either, if it was our dads being attacked by these guys, 
we'd put hurting on them as well. Mad man and knock him out though. Oh my god! Oh! oh! <laughs> Running RKO <laughs> through the announce table. <laughs> Only Orton could do that. Mahal's back in the ring, by the way. I think that might be RKO to you so far. That was fucking awesome. That was brilliant. Awesome from Orton. But again, he's been distracted for too long. Oh, he rolls back in. Another RKO. Oh. oh. Mahal goes low. Bad leg. Maharaji slam. Goes for it. Two, three. <laughs> Jinder Mahal pins Van Orton in his hometown. Dan Fultz. Really? You know, it's... Gets RKO'd, lays down for five minutes. All because the Mahal brothers, or the Singh brothers, distracted Orton after being sent out of here. Yes. But you sli- you have to blame Randy Orton slightly, because as we said, we wouldn't do what John Cena does. I don't think Cena would have got distracted that much. He would have fi- had the match finished before he maybe would have continued. Yeah, but throughout the whole 15 years Orton has been in, that, in the uh, ring. yeah. He's so easily distracted yeah. and, you know, you lay hands on his dad. Who wouldn't want to beat the fuck out of hands yeah. on his dad? Uh, I mean, and even though Mahal kicked him in a bad leg throughout the match, uh, the crowd was, was silent for the finish and and it does hurt Randy Orton, doesn't it? It does a bit, but again, you know, it's it's not as clean as a whistle victory. Yeah. I you understand, know. yeah. But again, you know, the way it did end terrible uh, and this is the problem as well because if Mahal doesn't successfully defend his title again then the only guy did it Randy Orton the last time Randy Orton did it like that was when he lost to Jack Swagger when Jack Swagger was defending the world Network title so like I say I think Randy Orton can continue that replat RKO yeah again re- you know I don't think it's taken too much out of Orton no I, I think Randy Orton can recover will Jinder Mahal become a successful WWE champion He's been given the tools to. He's beaten Randy Orton twice. He's got SummerSlam coming up. Like you say, he's got a big tour. Yeah. Well, see, that would have been brilliant if he had turned that Macaraja Slam In, yeah. into an RKO, pal. We don't know. Maybe Orton will get a chance. <laughs> but at the moment, I would say, would it be fair to say he's back of the line for the WWE title at the moment? Yeah, well, you know, I wouldn't say he's back of the line. I think he's ahead of a yeah, but the majority the, of the, the the money in the bank guys though. He's apart yeah. from Ziggler, maybe he's got. To, Aside uh, from Ziggler, there's five other guys that could be legitimate champions. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, I mean the match wasn't good. Uh, there's no point running through the match. No, it, the only good thing was when Orton beat the fuck out of the Singh brothers again. Yeah, that was a good thing. Uh, everything else was very very basic. But we move on, and that means we both get a point because you said Mahal retains. I just said Mahal. So yeah, another point each, and it's four points but you know saying that you say it wasn't a good match but do you think that's because Mahal was in control well I wouldn't say in control but on offense for 90% of the match yeah I think that's the problem when you got a match like that rather than a back and forth match where you can really enjoy like the UK tournament match yeah. that we've seen uh, but I don't understand how you know Jinder Mahal I just think I think it's the type of wrestling that we need to phase out you know it's that kind of working on someone sleep hold for 10 minutes 5 minutes and then come back yeah. getting cut off and cheating way we've seen it so many times now because we pay attention well we've seen two cheating finishes yeah, but, but, tonight but because we pay attention to the, the each match now and the finish of the pay-per-views we notice it more than ever that there is a certain that you go for main events and you think okay there was 
you you could argue there was no difference apart from obviously the whole uh, the Singh brothers shenanigans to like the Rude Nakamura match where yeah. he injured his leg, that leg injury there then cost. Do you know what I mean? That kind yeah. of even though Rude was but, in control most of the time. Yeah, but again, you know, you didn't have Rude having a couple of blokes on the outside yeah. distracting Nakamura. You know, and yeah, it, the victory that it, it way. was even better victory than that. Yeah, <clears throat> at least Mahal's victory wasn't as bad as Carmella's was as we started the show with oh, Mahal's yeah, most definitely. suitcase in. Uh, I got to say, before we move on, I guess to the main event, I think SmackDown hit quite. I don't know, hit bum note tonight. I don't know what you think about it. Yeah, um, you know, as far as the matches go, the Usos New Day has so far been match of the night. Yes, yeah, that's fair. It was a great match. The only letdown for that was the finish, and it's going to get even fucking worse now. What, Dad? What is the <laughs> worst thing that can happen to you on a SmackDown show? Well, aside from Enzo and Big Cass coming out and doing a ten-minute promo, it is the fucking fashion place. Da, 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 da. My pick for the team of 2017 at the moment: Breeze Ango. My God, Tyler Breeze and Fandango look better I'd rather month. have the fucking Singh brothers as my team of the year. Well, they're coming out here, to we saw earlier, with the Miami fans. Miami, I'd say it straight. Selfie stick wielding twat. With more talent in his little finger than Mojo has in his entire fucking body. But Tyler Breeze is here with Fandango. Hopefully, we're going to have a match of these two, which is going to be brilliant. I think we all know who I'm going for in this one, ladies and gentlemen. Breeze Ango, yes. Brilliant. Fashion police are here to find out who attacked them. I hope this is lengthy. Oh. The Ascension. I hope they get their fucking teeth <laughs> kicked down their throat. Wow. So it looks like we're having a bonus match here. Uh, I'll, I'll scrub out money in the bank quickly. Hang on, you don't need to know that. Man. Bonus match. Uh, who went last last time? Prediction. Oh, I'll go first then. Uh, well, I think it's 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 no it's no secret. I'll go Breeze Ango in this one. Dan, you, you're gonna do it again, aren't you? You're gonna go with someone you hate to get the point because Breeze Ango, man, you need a prediction. I go for Fandango. Fandango, there we go. See, you've come to the good side. The greatest team no. on SmackDown, Dan. The Ascension no, win. I laugh in your face. <laughs> well, I wondered how they're gonna fill it, and I'll tell you what, Breeze Ango coming out here. I am happy. I am so happy. And I'll tell you why I'm happy. Tyler Breeze, such a great talent. The rated come through NXT, did brilliantly there. He's got the main roster. Fandango, another guy. Yes, it's a bit of a weird gimmick, but I think he's a really solid worker. And going against the team, who incredibly are the longest reigning NXT tag team champions in history, what went wrong with the Ascension? I think being dragged down with... Cody Rhodes and his Stardust gimmick didn't help them at all because, you know, he left and he's was basically left on the sidelines for a long time, recently been introduced back into the fold and, you know, never been able to pick up momentum. But again, would you rather have seen the Ooh. Fashion Police or American Alpha? I'd rather see American Alpha. Well, then. But I'd rather <clears> see <throat> Breezango more than the Ascension, more than the teams we saw on the kickoff show. Uh... Maybe even more than New Day at the moment, Breezango, for me, just because I think they're fresher. Yeah, but you come out to New Day, different. You know, they're different. So, but at the moment, Connor and Victor. Yeah, but again, you know, in their own right, despite the stupid gimmick, New Day have still got relative talent. 
I, in the ranks. There's a lot of talent in Breezango as well. Tyler Breeze and Fandango. The only good thing about Breezango was the amount of fucking coverage Fandango's entrance got. And that went everywhere. Yeah, no, I, I still think uh, he's still a good worker. I think he hasn't had his time yet. There's a problem with the comedy gimmicks, isn't it? You know, as we've seen in the past, especially, and with Tyler Breeze as well. Well, next you'll be saying Santino was a fucking good actor, good no, wrestler. San- Santino wasn't a good wrestler. Paul Swaggle was great. No, oh, you comparing Fandango to them. That, well, no, fair. because Fandango, Fandango ain't even in Hornswoggle and Santino's league. I, uh, did they beat Chris Jericho in their first WrestleMania match? No, Fandango did. There you go. Like you say, the, the worldwide popularity. That's his highest <laughs> note, though. <laughs> yeah, but he was scheduled to win the Intercontinental title before he got injured, and that was given to uh, Curtis Axel instead. Look what happened to him there. Like I say, couldn't really recover, but I think Fandango is underrated. It, we, we will go back and look at more of... Uh, Old NXT stuff as well, Johnny Curtis as he was beforehand. Uh, I, I think he's just been given a shit hand. Some people do, you know. Like the, with... well, yeah, you know, take out the selfie stick wielding fucking stupid <laughs> gimmick, <laughs> and he might have talent. You know, put him in some normal fucking clothes. Don't make him look he's like a, such a fucking puff. He's a fashion police, Dan. That's what they do. As Fandango comes in now, like a man yeah, but on fire. A man can't contradict someone like fucking fashion police yeah he looks like a complete cunt no because he's a police well no he's not he's a cunt <laughs> looks like a cunt dresses like a cunt has a selfie stick wielding fucking instrument like a cunt Dan oh gets cut off the apron I thought it was going to be finished then and oh my god a big fucking spine buster one two yes manages to just kick out ah breeze and go live Oh, wait a minute. It looks like Ascension's going to go for their double-team finish. And, oh, Tyler Breeze. Not like this. Not Elfrey like Connor. this. Yes! Not like that. Fandango pins Victor. And Dan celebrating me. Can we get the point? Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. More entertaining than most of the stuff we've seen tonight. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Got a sound Really enjoyed it. <laughs> Dan, thoughts on the match? Thank fuck it was short. <laughs> it was. And Breeze and go win. And we both get another point. So we go to five points apiece headed in. And it is Money Back Ladder match. It is AJ Styles versus Dolph Ziggler versus Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn versus Baron Corbin versus Shinsuke Fuckover. And let's have a look at the promo. One superstar will climb that ladder and try to capture the money in the bank briefcase. Oh my God! This is coming! And contain inside that briefcase. This has got it! It's a guaranteed contract. Daniel Bryan, Dolph Ziggler, Sheamus, John Cena is Mr. Money in the Bank. To face the WWE champion, whomever it may be. Randy Orton has cashed in Money in the Bank. Ambrose is cashing in. Anytime. We got a championship match! Stay We got a Super World Champion! At any arena. Sheamus is champion! We got a new champion! Ambrose is champion! Ambrose is champion! So without further ado, the participants for the 2017 Money in the Bank ladder match. Louder and louder. Soon the world is gonna shout my name. 
I'm going to climb every rung of a ladder and grab that briefcase. Step in the ring, I'll be coming for you. I'm the legend, I'm the pioneer. I'm going to show the world why I'm the franchise player of SmackDown Live. When I retrieve that money in the bank case, it get back by WWE Championship. Now, last time I checked, I'm the only one standing in this ring who's actually won money in the bank. And I'll be damned if I'm not going to do it again. It all comes down to the desire to be the best. Lower that briefcase now, and I'll do what I do best and produce highlights and become Mr. Money in the Bank. Nakamura, you can call me Mr. Money in the Bank. Symbolic of what could happen in St. Louis. Somebody's life is going to change forever. So, Dan, what did you think of the Money in the Bank promo? As I say, you know, I think it's quite a good promo. They've got a lot of strong wrestlers going into it. Hopefully, this should be the match that saves the pay-per-view. Yeah, I mean, I think entrances alone for these guys, as we've seen them come out now, is main event level. You know, AJ Styles with his uh, phenomenal entrance theme. Sami Zayn, of course, one of the catchiest songs around. And Shinsuke fucking Nakamura. Been interested with the amount of talent. I mean, just the Nakamura-Styles exchanges alone. Should be worth the price of admission. Um, well, you know, these two guys have had a five-star match in the past. Not on this promotion, but, you know, if they can reach at least half the levels they've done previously, then, yeah, it should be an epic encounter. Yeah. Will we see AJ with an incredible bump in this match and can he become WWE champion again? Well, two great questions there. I mean, it's possible to see Styles doing something crazy, isn't it? Can you see AJ becoming WWE champion again? I would like to see AJ become champion again. I think, you know, he's certainly deserved of it. Last year, he was, without a doubt, wrestler of the year. Yeah, without a shadow of a With, doubt. With, you know, a phenomenal year he had. Yeah, he he did. And we see, <laughs> we see stars, anything is possible. I mean, he could win money in the bank tonight and, uh, like I say, cash in at the soonest opportunity if he wanted to. Dolph Ziggler's coming out, and I heard a great story about Ziggler, Dan. Uh, he's a perennial mid-carder, of course, and Triple H and Vince are not fans, but Pat Patterson, who is, we all know Pat Patterson, won the Intercontinental title in a hot, steamy night in Rio de Janeiro. Uh, <laughs> they say that because he didn't really win it in Brazil, it's just because he's gay. But anyway, he's in the inner circle, but man, and he's a huge fan of Ziggler. He wants to keep pushing Ziggler, so that's why Ziggler is still having opportunities here as well. And Sami Zayn, catchy theme. Well, you know, you can't really experience Sami Zayn until you see it live. No, but can Sami Zayn become a main eventer, Dan? Yes, I think he can. On, you know, the Daniel Bryan, Shawn Michaels kind of way, you know, for a smaller guy, just using his heart and determination to get the grasp of the golden ring. Yeah, I, I think the opportunity... Is there as Sami Zayn's long-term rival, Kevin Owens, coming out here now? Well, has Owens got better or worse on SmackDown as the new face of America? Uh, what's interesting is, 
as Universal Champion, he was meant to be the guy on Raw. But I think he's more entertained on SmackDown at the moment because of the whole new character change, what we've seen on Talking Smack. It's really, it's really, I think he's enjoying it, isn't it, at the moment, you know? But again, you know, he's a Canadian who's the new face of America. Oh, yeah, but at least you can see that he's got the uh, the red, red, white, and blue of America on here. He's proven that he's the best wrestler in America, and he's Canadian. <laughs> that's that's the gimmick. Vincent Mann always hates Canadians. He always thinks they should be heels anyway. And what better heel than Kevin Owens? He's not looking like a traditional W superstar. And apart from Ziggler, these other three have had a history all across the independence like you talk about. Nakamura and Styles. My ringtone. <laughs> Nakamura's second WWE pay-per-view entrance. And the fucking fans. Oh! Oh! Baron Corbin coming out from behind and attacking Nakamura before Nakamura even makes his way down the entrance ramp. Well, Corbin hasn't got any personal problems with Nakamura, apart from obviously being the money in the bank, but he's taking the frustrating out, frustration out on him now. <laughs> and we don't get to an experience an amazing Nakamura entrance, which is uh, kicking the nuts with a ladder. But it's assault. I mean, will Nakamura... Oh! oh with a camera across the back. Well, with this assault on Nakamura, is he in any condition to even perform at Money in the Bank? I was about to say, is he being mistreated? He is by Baron Corbin. <laughs> Most definitely, yes. Oh, my God. And what way to start before it's even started? And Baron Corbin... It's coming out here. Someone I said a very, very long time ago will be a future W champion. Will it be his time tonight? Dan, I hope you haven't gone for Nakamura. Who have you gone for in this match? I have gone for Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> I have gone for Shinsuke Baron Corbin. Indeed, yeah, yes. Corbin. He's, like I say, it, it makes most... Why have you gone for him for? Well, you know, it's aside from going off what you've said, he... Should be a main event wrestler. He's not had that much of an opportunity, you know, thus far as as opposed to the others. You know, even Sami Zayn's had a title match. Yeah, well, exactly. You look at it like that and you think Styles and Owens have just come off lengthy world title reigns the, the year before. Ziggler now is no longer a serious threat. They've been getting behind Zayn, like Zayn's shock victory over Baron Corbin last month. You know, Sami Zayn and Corbin would be the two guys you probably think they've got the most chance of getting this. With Sami Zayn, uh, with a babyface win, much like a CM Punk or Daniel Bryan, that chance for how serious the world title reign would be. I think Baron Corbin's one of those heels. Once he gets the title, then he is a, he's not like a Jinder Mahal. Do you know what I mean? No. Nah. He's a serious uh, champion whenever that point in time is. But, you know, you say you've written off Dolph Ziggler, but he is the only man to have ever out of these six guys to have actually reached the top of the ladder and got the money in the bank briefcase. Yeah, that, that's an excellent point, and the experience will come into play here tonight. And as me and Dan, the action has started all over ringside. It has, yeah, you know, after the, uh, the assault on Nakamura, who's been taken to the back by medical staff. You know, he might go to the back, recover, come out. Rick Flair, Rick Flair special, yeah. <laughs> Indeed, yes. Come out limping on one leg. Uh, but uh, like I say, Zane and Owens... One side of the ring. Looks Heated like, rivalry these two guys have had in the past. Yeah, it looks like Ziggler and Corbin might be even teaming up against AJ Styles now, which would be probably the way to go at the moment. I mean, you wouldn't really want to piss Corbin off, 
Sami Zayn's going flying early on in this match. Takes out Owen with a suicide dive over the top rope. Styles managing to fight out of uh, the initial onslaught from uh, Corbin and Ziggler. But he gets stopped in his tracks as he starts getting a bit of heat. Ziggler directing traffic to Baron Corbin saying, right, we've really taken out Nakamura. Now we can team up taking out Edge of Styles. Let's take away all the best wrestlers in this match first. So that's everyone else apart from them too. And they're waiting for Styles to get up. Come on, Styles. Let's see some magic. The old <laughs> the old ladder to the chest. Oh. oh, and just like that, the lone wolf turns on Dolph Ziggler. Not like that, Dan. Just like that. Just like that. Just like that. Yeah, and Corbin now's got the ladder up. Oh, ladder to the midsection of Styles, who's down on the deck. Oh, <laughs> but Ziggler delivers a super kick to Corbin. Bit of retribution there for him. Yeah, he's saying, uh-uh-uh. Ziggler off of the apron and he pushes him off. And what the heck is Sami Zayn doing? Oh, but Kevin Owens drags the ladder straight out of the ring. Oh, but a thunderous close on there from Zayn. I mean, he's looking like a legitimate contender in this match, Sami Zayn. And this is the thing. This is the way he's been treated the past couple of, uh, well, month or so as well. And this is what... What builds stars, isn't it? With Sami Zayn, I would be more than happy if he was to capture the Money in the Bank briefcase here tonight as it looks like Styles is back in the ring now. Takes Zayn from behind. Yeah, so for the black trunks with red writing on them. Styles phones Zayn's out and now they've got teeter-totter on the ladder. Ziggler trying to seesaw it into Styles' face but Styles pushes in the ladder. Oh! oh looking like Styles was going to deliver a phenomenal forearm from the inside to the outside of the ring but Ziggler runs up the ladder that was perched against the edge of the apron. Oh! oh and gets taken out by Corbin. Oh my word. I think that was called the deep six. <laughs> and he looked like a deep six. Hey, Corbin eats a deep six, but yeah, Ziggler club, you see the replay of him climbing up the ladder as well. Corbin turns his attention to Zayn, but Zayn with a very athletic um, springboard off the top rope takes out Corbin. I think Zayn hurt his, his leg off Baron Corbin's face there. I think we'll have to look at the injury and Styles recovered got the ladder now Styles has got the ladder he's got the ladder you know oh here comes Owens oh super kick straight to the face of Styles from the face of America well exactly could he be the dominant face of Smackdown the US champion and money in the bank holder that much power Uh alright Owens has got experience in ladder matches going against Finn Balor NXT Brooklyn for the NXT title and of course you talk about independence Kevin Steen or Kevin Owens and versus El Generico with Sami Zayn. A fantastic ladder match. That is a must-see as Corbin and Ziggler back on the eight for now. Oh, Styles takes them both out with the ladder, though. Uh, Owens takes them both out with the ladder, though. And look at him. He's got that snarl on his face. Oh, Styles in trouble. Oh, but Styles ducks it and Tracto holds Owens straight face first into the ladder. I think he's hurt his wrist. And now Styles and Owens fighting near the ladder. This is not going to end well for someone. Of course, these two men fought over the US title at the last pay-per-view. What's Styles go for? Styles clash? Well, he can't pick up the weight of Owens. who gets backdropped over the top and straight to the ring. And now it's Owens. Finally got the opportunity by himself. He realises he can get money in the bank. Oh, but Sami Zayn in there to stop it. Look at the combinations now. Lefts and rights from Zayn. Oh. It's hung up on the top by Owens. And now Owens looking about and that doesn't look too Weird good. fucking face he's pulling. It doesn't it's look like too good. Doesn't look too good for Sami Zayn right now. 
Oh, there's three men on the outside, Styles, Ziggler and Corbin. Owens is going up top. Uh-oh. Zane catches him. Where's he going? Oh. Anywho. Yeah, so Sami Zayn, that huge slam. The slam. He threw Owens. He didn't care. Well, it was a Ric Flair-style bump there off the top. <laughs> it was. That's exactly what it was. And much like Tamina in the first match, because he's got a little bit of extra bulk, he's the first one to be thrown into a ladder. Well, you know, this has already been a more impressive match than the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match. I think that's fair to say. Already. I don't, I don't think that ladder is uh, going to be much use. Oh, no. And I there's just bent the fuck out of that. There's a sign to the left-hand side that says climb faster as well, I saw a minute ago. Yeah, you can't use a bent one, Dan, can you? No, indeed you can't. Bent ones are no good. No, they're not. <laughs> and now he's set up ladder. I like oh, to call it what are the fans time. looking for? No, the referee's though making sure to say to him, make sure you get in the ring. There you go, Ziggler's in now. Oh. Watch it. Fucking hell, Ziggler. <laughs> that would have been funny if I hit him on the back <laughs> yeah. of Now Ziggler sets up ladder in the corner for Sami Zayn to introduce him to. Oh. Fuck. Turns him inside out, throws him up against the ladder. That's not a nice thing to do. Oh, correction from earlier. Uh -oh. Biggie Langston was with him and uh, AJ Lee, not CM Punk. Yeah, Ziggler thought he had it, but Zayn pulled him off the ladder, especially after that impact he had. Oh. oh but Ziggler returns the favour to Zayn and delivers a hellacious drop kick. Right on the button, and now is he setting him up for the super kick? Oh, but gets caught by Zayn. Blue Thunder bomb in the corner, taking out Ziggler. Folds him up, and that's a, a little space you got there between turnbuckle and ladder, but now can Sami Zayn. Realise the dream of a lifetime by climbing it up, climbing up, climbing up, climbing up and getting that briefcase. Go on, Sammy. Go on, Sammy. Do it for Zane. Gets caught out by Baron Corbin, though. It's just the power, isn't it, of Corbin slamming Zane's head into it. Oh, no. <laughs> Send Zane head first into the ladder. Starve might fall for that, though, will he? Oh, running forearm there on Corbin's head. After those kicks as well, I think it's one of uh, Styles' underrated moves, isn't it? His kicks and his strikes, how good he is. I think he's a brilliant all-rounder, to be yeah, fair. He really is now, yeah, he really, really is. And he can still do it, and what he got famous for, and what he can still do, is ridiculous bumps off top of ladders to go set up. And Styles has got this briefcase, nothing's going to stop him. Oh, but Baron Corbin tries to slow him down. Both men exchanging blows on the top of the ladder. Yeah, but Styles is the first man to touch it. Uh-oh, and he might be he might be the last as he winning this battle with Baron Corbin. Sends him <laughs> down the ladder and both Ziggler and Corbin are trying to climb the ladder. <laughs> Styles has got fingertips to the top of the briefcase. Ziggler using Corbin as a climbing frame there. Oh! Sends Styles crashing off the ladder. Is Can it... Ziggler win the money in the bank for the second time of asking? No! Or for the second time. Corbin catches his leg, pulls him down. Now the ladder properly set up for Baron Corbin to get it. Zigzag oh. off the ladder. <laughs> when you tell when you know a move's not a good idea, <laughs> that reaction from Ziggler. <laughs> Manages to get up though and stop Ziggler in his tracks. Ziggler's trying to fight him off. Back comes Sami Zayn. Three men on the ladder. This ain't gonna end well for someone. Or two people. Or even all three. Styles climbing around the side of the ladder now. And out of the three men you want on it, it's probably best for these three, isn't it? You know, they're not the uh, yeah. biggest guys. Ziggler and Zayn. Styles crashes to the mat. Just the two left. Ziggler's got this. Oh no! He won the. Thought he won the war, but he didn't. It was just a battle. 
Zayn fighting back now. What's more important, briefcase or a sunset flip? No. And if Ziggler thought the landing from the zigzag was bad, a sunset flip by Sami Zayn to Ziggler off the top of the ladder there. It's going to be even worse. Uh, fair play, Zayn. Great selling face as well. And <laughs> Ziggler to the outside. Let's see replay that shenanigans. Oh, Wiley Cote cam. Yeah. Ooh. People say they now have a fall. How are you going to protect yourself from that, eh? Indeed. Anyway, doesn't matter. Sammy Zayn going to get it. No. Owens has started to recover. Paul Zayn out of the ring by his leg. Kevin Owens done this before to Sammy Zayn. Oh, but Sammy Zayn had it scouted. Grabs hold of the middle rope. You shall not powerbomb me. Oh, now both men exchanging blows in no man's land on the edge of the ring apron. So Zayn wins that with the boot to the face. And, and what's this now? Oh! Shit. I don't care if it is his best friend. Fuck letting someone do that to me. Kevin Owens has been folding off. Well, if you had Kevin Owens to win this match, I'd... Uh, well, there goes that piece bet. of paper. <laughs> Sami Zayn. I've always said Sami Zayn, you know. I didn't go Nakamura or Owens. It was Sami Zayn. Well, Nakamura was out before this match even started. Yeah, I know. We've not seen Naka and Zayn. Of course, had the hell beating out of him. Oh, <laughs> a phenomenal forearm taking Zayn off the ladder. And Holy may- shit. Maybe taking him out of the match. Quite incredible. Kind of doesn't go against Styles that he's a right-handed phenomenal forearmer and he was on the right-hand side of the ladder. <laughs> if he was on the other side, it probably would have been a more cleaner shot. Oh, and Corbin stopping Styles from capitalising on that. He's got him now. Bounces his head off the announce table. Can't we just leave the announce tables alone for one night? Or for one match? I just, guess not. Yeah, just after the French and the German announcers sort their tables out. Bloody great move. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's AJ Styles. Oh, my God. And uh, Corbin's doing a bit of construction of his own, setting up a, a ladder across from the ring steps to the announce table. Styles managing to fight back with a couple of forearms and a big kick to the head. Corbin's a bit troubly. He don't really want to be placed on that ladder and taken out. You know, someone's going to get hooked. Yeah, you want to recover. Come back and Styles. Oh, Uh-oh. gets caught by Corbin. Uh oh, choke slammed onto the ladder. <laughs> that wasn't that good. And that fella's face says it all. It wasn't bad. It wasn't that. Yeah, Styles four off. Corbin catches him, choke slams him on the ladder, and now Corbin or Zayn. Oh. Hell of a kick to the corner, in the corner to uh, to Corbin. Can Sami Zayn climb the ladder to victory? Zayn's got it. Styles has been taken out. Owen's got folding half. That's Corbin down. Ziggler. Nakamura runs down. Go on, Sami Zayn. Go on, Sami. You deserve this. Oh, oh, fucking Ziggler. And Ziggler stops away. Owens has managed to recover. Has he recovered enough, though? Oh. Is I he going to deliver some payback? For Zane. Oh! <laughs> Payback. Kicking the nuts. And then that's what you could have won. And Owens. Styles is recovering now. Owens has got this. He's climbing up quick. Oh, yeah, you're right. Styles back in. Couldn't get hold of it. Well, he's pulling him down one step at a time, but he's managed to get him back to the mat. No, but Styles managing to dodge. Oh, no. Oh. You could argue at least two men have taken the most out of. Oh, and then again, Ziggler's taking the shit out of him. No, fair play to them both. Yeah. Fair play to everybody at the moment. Oh. oh, no. Owens has got Styles up. 
Oh, but Styles managing to block it for now. Oh! And he's got the power to get Owens. No. No! Oh! An oh. <laughs> FU onto the ladder. You can't see Styles. And Owens lands on Ziggler. Well, he's out again. He's out again too. <laughs> yes, I think Owens has definitely taken the most punishment. Yeah. Styles climbing back into the ring. And now it's Styles. Styles to win. Styles is match to lose. Well, at least the crowd are going to love it. Down comes Randy Orton, pushes him off, grabs a briefcase. This is a man, bitch. Goes backstage, cashes it in against Jinder Mahal, wins the title. A Ziggler, how did he manage to do it? Oh. Uh-oh. Pulls the ladder away from Styles. Oh, look at Styles, though. Holding on, all he's got. I thought he was pushing himself up. Climbing up the chain, but there's nowhere to go. Oh. Oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think Ziggler like that, like we did. Well, kids, if you haven't seen it, you know what happens in like a what when he falls off the cliff, right? <laughs> Splat. Indeed, yes, and we're going to get a replay for our enjoyment at home. He did so well for so long. Oh, my God, we haven't got time to enjoy that. Corbin throws Ziggler over the announce table. Baron Corbin. With a bit of pace behind him. And, look at the, and his music's playing and he's back. It's Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, he is. And he wants to be Money in the Bank. Mr. Money in the Bank. Oh. Oh. Corbin tries throwing a ladder at him. Nakamura. He's in a bad mood. And they sing along with his theme tune as he beats the crap out of Baron Corbin. Oh, but Corbin grabs hold of Shinsuke's leg. Oh, gets caught with an insiguri. Running kick. Go on, set him up in a corner. That's what you like doing. Even though it's our man, still, it's good to see Nakamura doing this. Oh, oh big knee to the midsection after setting him up in the corner. Is it time? Oh, no, just a knee. Just a big <laughs> running knee sends in Corbin off the edge of the ring. Here comes Ziggler running in. Oh. Nakamura lifts the foot up. Perch on the second rope. Big knee. King Shasha from the second rope, was that? And he's got him now. Oh, King Shasha. Oh, Sami Zayn comes in. Nakamura takes him out. That's it, you got him. Exploder. Oh! Looks like the accordion. Is it time? King Shasha! <laughs> it's as fun as it sounds. And Nakamura <laughs> is cleaning house right now. Wow. The fans are absolutely loving it. We're absolutely we loving are, it. Yeah. Get the ladder. Get the briefcase, Naka. Now, do some more damage. You got time. I think Owens might be recovering. Quickly, can charge him. Well, Nakamura. <laughs> Owens is holding on to the ladder for his life's worth. <laughs> as Nakamura's trying to slide it into the ring. It's like a zombie, you know, when his legs get chopped off and it, he's still... <laughs> go away, Owens. Owens will not go down, though. Bounce off the ropes. Yeah. Baseball slide. Oh! Running knee to Kevin Owens. My God. <laughs> I don't bloody believe it. Well, Nakamura is come. <laughs> he's, 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 he's came. He saw. He kicked some ass. He's now setting up the ladder. Get that title, man. You deserve it. Get that briefcase. And right here, we might have seen Randy Orton losing. We might have seen a lot of horrible things. But Nakamura winning money in the bank. Taking too long. Yes. 
Some asshole's going to recover. Come on, Nakamura. Baron fucking Corbin, isn't it? Oh! <laughs> the head-to-head we've wanted to see for so long. Yes, chance. This is, exactly, this is dream. They're both lifting the ladder to one side. <laughs> going to take this mano y mano. Oh, my God. Styles has already been through the ringer. Nakamura's been through the ringer right at the start of this match. I, yeah, I mean, at the moment, I don't know the favour. Maybe maybe Nakamura. It's just like, here we go. Both men are squaring off, though. Here we go. Trading blows in the <laughs> middle of the ring. <laughs> oh, my God. I think Styles has got it now. Uh-oh. No, it's Nakamura. No, it's Styles. No, it's Nakamura. <laughs> Neither men given an inch. Styles with his combo. Oh, my God. He's trying to get him to sleep. It's like, if, but, I don't know. A Superman and fucking Iron Man on a match. That's crazy. Styles blocking it. Oh. Exploder. What follows this? Well done. There's only one thing. <laughs> oh. There we go. Kinshasa. Oh, but he runs into a phenomenal <laughs> forearm from Styles. Holy potatoes. Well, holy moly donut shop. Yeah, quite rightly so. This is awesome chant. And now Styles. Dragging the ladder back to the middle of the ring. But can Nakamura recover in time? And Styles, he's got hands on a briefcase, but Nakamura's caught up with him. And now this is either or. Nakamura! Someone's going to tip them both off. No, Styles. Styles got it. No, Nakamura's got it. No. Oh! Nakamura with a big fan Styles halfway down the ladder. It's like snakes and ladders. Oh! oh. Styles responded in kind to Nakamura, sending him back down the ladder. Both men relentless, so... Don't want to give up. Well, Styles wants to go back on top of that mountain. Nakamura wants to taste it for the first time. And with these two men just trading blows, literally hitting each other at the same time. Neither men giving an inch. Both go at the same time. Double winners. Oh! Baron Corbin sends them both off into the top rope. And now Baron Corbin. Fans are on their feet. Corbin, has he got it? Come on, you fucking idiot. Yes! And Mr. Money in the Bank, Baron Francis Corbin. <laughs> BFC. <laughs> well, Baron Corbin, big fucking... Oh, look at that big fucking spot oh, on that man's neck. Molly, molly, molly. Um, well, Dan, Baron Corbin wins. And quite incredible match. Thoughts on the match? Holy fucking shit. From a crap storm that was the rest of the show... This match delivered and some. Mm, mm. It was, as far as a Money in the Bank ladder match can go, perfect. Well, let's just look at some... Well, not look, but let's just talk about some of it. We talk about Ziggler's bumps. Sunset flips by Zayn. Off the top, we thought, fucking hell, that's, that's gone a bit too far. Owen's bumps. The movie took on the apron where he's turned inside out by Sami Zayn. The FU onto the ladder. The FU on the ladder that he took. I mean, it all started with, like, a bit surprised at the start, though, Nakamura getting taken out. Do you think that's a cheap way to get him out, originally? Uh, well, no, you know, you it, called, it changes you called up it, the match. You called it, though. You said Nakamura would come out. Do you know what I mean? Like I say, it changes up the match, sorry. But you did say Nakamura would come back down, like, Flair-esque running. And he, yeah. and, he, and he did. And again, you know, Ziggler taking the ladder from underneath Styles' feet. Styles crashing to the mat below. <laughs> but, you know, it was... Everything you need. I didn't miss someone going off the top of a ladder. You know, doing yeah. a doing a Jeff Hardy esque bump, you know, or a Styles esque bump. Yeah. 
he did take a high bump, but you know, no one jumps off the ladder to try and take someone out. It and it wasn't missed. No, and, and also what made what was good uh, was that looked strong. He attacked Nakamura at the start. He put a strong showing. Didn't really. He took the least bumps out of everybody. You would say as well. Yeah. Uh, and he won money in the bank. More importantly, you know, and now that should cement his place as a future WWE champion. But yeah, fantastic match, wasn't it? You know. Yeah, definitely. So, what was your match of the night? <laughs> um, it's a tough one, but I'm gonna have to go for the men's money in the bank ladder match. Yeah, quite incredible. But as well, talk about incredible things. Dan, we end this pay per view six points each, one away. You're one away from a perfect score. It was Charlotte over Carmella. And I got a main show perfect score. But, of course, I didn't get the kickoff because I will never vote. I will never go for Mojo Rawley. So, I'm happy as well. Uh, thoughts on the rest of the cards. So, predictions. So, that's six points each. So, now it goes 8-3. You get your first win in a little while as we move on to Great Balls of Fire in a couple of weeks. Dan, talk about the rest of this card. What did you think of the, the main card? It was a shitstorm, you know, aside from the tag team title match, aside from the way that finished, that was a good match. But, you know, the women's money in the bank, not really impressive. The end, even worse. And, you know, there's there's going to be a see over that as it continues. Mahal versus Orton, we kind of knew that Orton was going to lose his temper and, you know, that was going to cost him winning the title. Um, you know, the kickoff match... Terrible. Yeah. You know, it's... Would it be fair to say that, uh, apart from the main event... First off, I should say, I have a go at Raw pay-per-views a lot, but I think SmackDown pay-per-view fell into that trap. Last month, by that's pay-per-view, you know, the main event, the five-way. Again, this pay-per-view was saved by that. I don't think anything else we saw wouldn't be a miss on a special episode of SmackDown. Yeah, even the, oh, most definitely. You know, even the WWE title defence for Andy Orton Mahal. I just, I don't know. I just didn't get it. The main event delivered a Nakamura Styles face-off. They have to go with a match between those two at some point. They, they have to do it. Definitely. Uh, and like we say, Corbin winning the money in the bank as well. It's, it's a good way to look towards the future. It's finally someone maybe they can get behind. But the way the results went, do you think it was a bit too predictable? I think this is a problem. If you look at it, we're one either way. And that was because we had, you know, the favourite going in, Carmella, like we said. And uh, and in the kickoff, to be fair to me, I think my, the baby faces we talk about are usually the favourites as well. So I think there was a chance either way for a perfect score. Uh, and I think that is a problem because, like I say, we all of it, uh, yeah. even down to like the new day, uh, and and even the special things. Uh, so I think moving on, WWE need to kind of change it up. It's all well and good doing a Jinder Mahal kind of shock booking that they did, but in future, I, know, I don't mind it being predictable if it makes sense or it's good. And I don't think we had that tonight. Yeah, no. Uh, you know, as as we say, it's aside from. The men's Money in the Bank match. That was good as you can get for a Money in the Bank match. Yeah. All the rest, you know, I could have done without seeing them and just seen the whole night yeah. of the Money in the Bank yeah. match. I, I could have had that Money in the Bank match, yeah, like go two hours long. Like I could have seen each of them have a singles match and then a Money in the Bank ladder match. Yeah. That's, I think, with a talent on the show. Uh, rating out of 10 for this one. I'll give it a 7, but... 
that is for the men's yeah. money in the bank match. Yeah, that, I, I agree with you. I, I completely agree with seven. It, you 10. know, if it was just that men's money in the bank match, it would have been a ten. Yeah. But I'm taking three points off for the shitstorm that was the rest of the pay-per-view. But I can't remember a WWE pay-per-view that truly delivered. Like the last time we voted. I mean, take over to side. The last time we voted, had a nine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, even if we've had a nine in such a long time, there's nothing that's really come through. And we're like, oh, well, yeah, the main event's good. But what we want with a pay-per-view, I found it with WrestleMania 17. Because it's easiest one to talk about. You watch a pay-per-view, then the next night, the next day, you're like, I'm going to watch it all again. You want to yeah. watch it from start to finish, don't well, you? Well... You want a good undercards, you know, you want strong matches. Again, matches that you could watch over and over again and they won't get boring and, you know, the bumps that get taken, you're like, oh, you know, it's still as if it's the first time you're watching it. Yeah. yeah. So a couple of big announcements. should say next week we have got an episode, if I don't mind saying so myself, it's probably our funniest episode ever. It is wrestling's... Most ridiculous moments. It is our top ten, and it's got all sorts of shenanigans, Dan, hasn't it? It has indeed. Yes, uh, you know, our top ten most ridiculous moments. I think it's got everything you'd like plus more. I like <laughs> oh, most yeah. definitely. Yeah, you know, if you see any, or if you've seen any more ridiculous moments, don't hesitate to let us know. But we think we've given you the most ridiculous moments yeah. we could find. I mean, in like WWE. I say. If they, uh, if they like it, we might have a ridiculous part two coming up. But that's not all coming up because after the most ridiculous time, we have something very special. We do, yes. We have probably what's going to be the best episode since we've started in the Randy Orton special. Yeah, yeah it's coming. I promised him, promised him two years ago. We are having our Randy Orton special, which is going to be, I can officially announce now, two part. It's all going to be Dan's creamy goodness. Well, it is, yes. And uh, I'm going to be doing it naked, yeah. just for the pleasure of you lot at home. Uh, but no, seriously, every, uh, seriously, it's going to be a great couple of weeks coming up. I'm going to say great balls of fire. And we're going to have the uh, WWE Network review for July, leading up towards SummerSlam. So that was Money in the Bank 2017. And, and straight afterwards, we did have WWE Talking Smack, wrapping up the action. And I really like Talking Smack. I like the post-show on the WWE. I like being able to talk about the matches and have a look back and maybe even a couple of guests. And speaking of guests, well, first off, I should say, Renee Young is joined by Booker T. They're both excited about Baron Corbin winning the briefcase. However, full of women's ladder match, they both feel that James Ellsworth should not have been at ringside. They know the other contestants have to feel disappointed. And we move on to our first guest. It's me. No, it is Naomi. Booker T asks her what she calls her new submission move. She calls it the FTG, which stands for? Feel the glow. Indeed, <laughs> <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> Naomi says her knee is okay and she, tomorrow if she has it, and she is ready to go tomorrow if she had to. Naomi's not surprised that Ellsworth went up the ladder and got the briefcase for her. She hasn't seen him do stuff for her before. That is why Carmella is with him. And Booker T admits that he's been hard on Naomi in the past. He says she needs more passion. He tells her that he feels like she is getting everything together and she can come to him for more advice. He also tells the champ to be careful, Camilla, because she will come for the title when is least expected. Well, 
and this is the thing we talk about, even Carmella making a little appearance when it, uh, during the match, she will be a scavenger on the hunt for the uh, women's title her first time. We said this, Daniel Bryan will be back, and uh, the hosts are excited he will be back because the general manager needs to show his face. And the second guest is none other than the WWE champion, Jinder Mahal. I'll take this one down, don't mm. worry. <laughs> Jinder Mahal interrupts the host and announces himself. They take a look at Randy Orton hitting an RKO on Mahal. Mahal says he was never worried because he is a champ for a reason. He has the Orton made a rookie mistake. A guy who's been there for how long now, Dan? 15 years. <laughs> he turned his back on his opponent. He's the hardest working man in the WWE. He is the hardest working man in the WWE. And Orton is past his prime. Thoughts? Um, I don't think he's past his prime. He's still main eventing. You know, unlike most of the wrestlers that was, was around in his era, he is probably one of the longest reigning wrestlers still about as well. You know, still constantly active in the well, ring. So, you know, I don't think uh, he's past his prime at all. Well, and it's uh, so, <coughs> and Mahal being the hardest working man in WWE, I don't know about that. You know, there's others who are, are taking that mantle. But anyway, Booker T asked Mahal what he thinks of the American people. Mahal does not understand why he's not an inspiration to the American people. He got fired and came back. Within a year of his return, he is WWE champion. He knows the only reason that people do not like him is because of his skin colour. Can't pull out the race card. Well, I know we were talking about this earlier and he can use it, but he can't. But anyway. Baron Corbin interrupts the interview. He slams a briefcase on the table next to Mahal. The champ gets up and has a stare down with Corbin. Corbin tells him he will see him soon and Mahal walks away. So that brings us to the third guest, who is Baron Corbin. Corbin tells the host that Mahal has a lot to say about working hard, but hard work is for people with no talent. Corbin does not need abs to hurt Mahal, just like Kevin Owens doesn't need abs to hurt. They watch the video of Corbin attacking Shinsuke Nakamura. Corbin says he feels like Nakamura takes too long to get to the ring. He, do not ha- he does not have time for a three-minute intro. Uh, he was ready to fight, and everyone can thank him later. Corbin admits he needs... He, Corbin admits he enjoys other people's misery, so he might wait a full year to cash in his contract. He likes being a threat. Whoever the champion is needs to keep watch out for him and never blink. Yeah, so that was talking smack. I mean, what were your thoughts on it, Dan? Um, the match, brilliant. I've heard that Kevin Owens has been injured in it after he had his like FU. No, what do you, sorry, what do you think of talking smack? Oh, talking smack. Sorry, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it is. It was good. They had. Both the champions on there and obviously the new Money in the Bank briefcase winner, Baron Corbin. And, you know, I like the stare down he had with Jinder Mahal and that should, that would be an interesting match if it was to happen. Yeah, I mean, they're building towards the future, but like I say, go back to your point of the, it saved the show and it is, I think, one of the best Money in the Bank ladder matches that we have seen as well, you know. Most definitely. And, you know, my favourite moment is and still will be the stare down AJ Styles had with Nakamura and just the fans went nuts. And I think that's something that WWE is going to cash on in the very near future. Yeah, Uh, so we move on from that and uh, we go and look at Monday and Tuesday, of course, Monday Night Raw and uh, Smackdown Live on Tuesday. So uh, Seth Rollins had a a big announcement. A lot of superstars had big announcements. We were talking about this. You had a big announcement for Raw alongside Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. Seth Rollins was on ESPN, and it was announced that he's going to be on the cover of WWE 2K18. Now, Dad, what do you think of that? <laughs> um, well, I think it's quite fitting for Vince and Triple H's pet, 
you know, again, it's someone that a few people have said he's going to be the future of WWE. You know, he's a hard worker. He does what he does in the ring week in, week out. He's kind of, you know, he's not as over with the fans as he once was. And, you know, I think there's other people higher up on the mantle than him. Yeah, I think it's a case for me with Rollins. I was talking about this as well as his character. For me, I find him a bit bland, you know, like as a, as a good guy. Obviously, Triple H and Vince Man like him. But I think for me, we talk about Rollins being the future. Now, he should be the present. And he yeah. should be, you know, WWE champion he's been and, and the way he's going on. And yet, you're still saying, it, people, and it is for me as well, I'm still waiting for Rollins to actually find that role he's got. A bit yeah. like Ambrose at this point, feels a bit lost yeah. in time. Whereas Roman Reigns, I know they're getting behind him, but you know he's a main eventer now. He's actually joined that class of Randy Orton and John Cena. Whereas, you know, I, I would much rather have on, on WWE 2K18 uh, Finn Balor in Demon outfit. Like, if yeah. you're talking about the future, go with that. Or just an assortment of the, of the new era of wrestlers. Yeah, well, you know, you're saying Seth Rollins is a veteran compared to a lot of the newer era kind of characters now. So, yeah. you know, it is... You'll stick fucking Nakamura in the front of the cover, you know? And oh, have yeah, an international sell out <laughs> Yeah, an international feel. But I think, you know, with Seth Rollins, he's kind of... He's not known anywhere else apart from WWE. Yes, you know, whereas yeah. known in Japan, he's known in TNA. You know, they wouldn't want to put him on the cover. Yeah. Like Nakamura, he's very well known in Japan. Obviously, yeah. not just because he's Asian, but, you know, he's he's come up through that way. Uh, so, you know, for WWE to say, yeah, this is what we can do, it is quite good on their part. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. And uh, I think the, the 2K cover is a little bit more important than, say, like the FIFA cover. Because you're always going to have like Ronaldo or Messi on there with, so I think Jordan Henson was on there a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. There is an interesting thing with the Madden curse. You know, the Madden football games. Every player that was put on the front of that either got injured or had their career finished <laughs> a couple yeah. of years later. Obviously, I don't hope that with Rollins. But, I mean, last year was, like, Goldberg was a cover star, I think. Yeah, on the but, last you know, going on, you know, the back lines, early on the games, you had The Rock, who was the cover for the first few years. Yeah. And you had Brock Lesnar. Hogan, I think, made the cover for one of them. Shut your mouth. Yeah, no, I'm just trying to explain myself. <laughs> no, no, that was a game, Dan. Oh, so, sorry. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, yeah, we had that announcement, and then we went on to Monday Night Raw, and it was, well, we'll get on to the, the main bit in a minute for you, Dan, but uh, Roman Reigns did come out, and he had a huge announcement. Now, we've had Extreme Rules, the five-way match for the number contendership. Of course, we've got Samoa Joe facing Brock Lesnar at Great Balls of Fire, but Roman Reigns said that he is the new number one contender and he wants to face the champion, Brock Lesnar, at SummerSlam. Now, he did mention Brock Lesnar, that annoyed one man, Samoa Joe. Yes, of course, because, you know, it's between two people, not just going to be guaranteed to be Brock Lesnar. Yeah, so, they got, you know, these two Samoans got in each other's face and the match was made later, Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe, which wasn't a bad match. I'd like to see more of that in the future. But I think the big news coming out of it was just uh, towards the end, an ambulance appeared towards the arena. And Dan, who, who do you think could be in the ambulance? Who? <laughs> could it be a tall fella? Yeah, it was a tall, angry, hairy fella. Yeah, Braun Strowman returned and WWE said he was out for six months. It Like we reported, it was only a month and a half, two months. We said he was clear for action. He did return, distracting Reigns, who did lose to Joe with a cleaner clutch. And then it was announced that at WWE... 
Great Balls of Fire, will be an ambulance match, Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman. So they're basically, what was going to happen at Extreme Rules, they've just saved it for a month and happening there. What are your thoughts on the whole situation? Um, you know, I'm not really the biggest fan of two giants going up against each other, you know. and But it could be an interesting match. We know that Braun Strowman is capable of tipping over an ambulance, yes. so he's got the Braun strength there. Excuse the pun. <laughs> But, you know, I think that's that's going to be a side card as opposed to what the main event's going to be, yeah. which is Joe versus... Joe Lesnar is a huge main event. This match has been, like say, a couple of months in the ma- making. Going back to the ambulance tipping and Strowman being a, a nutter, basically. I think the winner will go on to face whoever the champion is at SummerSlam. I say whoever, the money's on Lesnar. But then again, you can't discredit Smojo, especially in this yeah. time at the moment in WWE, to to have a, maybe a surprise like that and to have a triple threat match of if it's Strowman, Joe, Lesnar, or Reigns in there as well. I think they could just beat the piss out of each other. Yeah. But anyway, we had something else happen on Raw, Dan. Uh, yes, <laughs> I say with uh, a big grin on my face. They tried to get to the bottom of who attacked Enzo and Big Cass. Yeah, I thought it was you. Well, you know, as much as I'd love to, he he would have been more than unconscious if it was me attacking yeah. him. He would have been dead. Lucky you weren't driving by with a screwdriver in your car, do you know what I'm exactly, saying? Exactly, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, but no, you know, um, Kurt Angle called out, well, he called out the tag team Enzo and Big Cass. He also called out the Revival and the Big Show. Yep. But... Um, the Big Show and the Revival were both cleared. So, you know, they were still scratching their heads. And then Corey Graves stood up and he said, well, I've got a bit of footage to show you from last week when it, uh, when Big Cass was attacked. Yeah, because he, he was uh, like Big Show because I think it was like a knockout punch to the back of the head. Yeah. I think that's why he was one of the, uh, like we say, yeah. so But, you know, Graves, he had yeah. a bit of a, Big Show had a bit of a set too with Kurt Angle saying, look, how long have I known you for and you can't trust me, yada, yada, yada. But no, you know, all, eventually, you know, they was all cleared. And yeah, Corey Graves said, I've got some footage of last week. And this is Big Cass being knocked out. And he kicked a wooden box. Right. And placed himself on the floor <laughs> without being touched, you know. And then Enzo and Big Cass looked at each other. And he's like, what's going on? What's going on? And yeah, that's followed a big boot from Big Cass. <gasps> And he said, yeah, you've been holding me back. You've been writing checks that your mouth can't cash. Enzo, at this point, was crying, which I think, you know... I I felt for it. I mean, yeah, well, so Big Cass did say he did it. I felt for Enzo a little bit. I thought he did quite quite well in that promo. A lot of people... I mean, what did you think of Big Cass in that? Do you think it was a good good showing by him? Fucking good, isn't it? So do you think, uh, my problem is with Big I really don't like Big Cass. I'll, we'll be talking about this now. And what scares me is having a hill Big Cass <laughs> walking around. I know he's seven foot tall, but people say it was a passionate promo. Uh, for me, it was him just saying, like like you've been saying for so long, Enzo holding him down, reason he's not won championship gold. Yeah. But I just thought it was a bit shouty. And then, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah don't get me wrong, you know. I, I don't rate whatsoever. You know, he can't talk, he can't work. His moves are a big splash, a big elbow, a big boot. You know, it's generic tall guy moves, as I've constantly said. Whereas Enzo, you know, you can't fault him for his mic work. He can talk, but that is all he can do. And that doesn't count it where it matters in the ring. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's true. But I think it'd be interesting to see a match. I thought it's very re- reminiscent of uh, Shawn Michaels and Triple H, you know, when Triple H put through the uh, windscreen. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to be serious yeah. about it, but yeah, yeah. no, that's, that's what they tried to do, didn't they? They tried to replicate it, you know, whereas WWE's been going on for so long, there's only so many storylines they can have. You know, they recently re- redone This Is Your Life segment, turned out awful, and I think WWE tried to delete yeah. it from their history. Delete, delete, delete. But I, I think with Enzo Picasso, I, I think they had more potential as a team, though. Like I say, they hadn't been champions. They didn't have... People in NXT who knew them was like, okay, they've been a team for a couple of years, you know, two or three years. But is that long enough for it to work? It felt a bit like crime time as well. You know, when you two you always talk about... Chad Gaspar, the JTG, and their... Yeah. Their strap match that they had, and then they kind of back together a year later. I don't think Picasso is good enough by himself. And I think Enzo is by. I think Enzo could be quite an entertaining uh, heel, or I think heel would be work, work better as. But wrestling wise, it I don't think either of them really. I don't think no. they can do it by themselves. Well, I you think know? you know this splitting up of them. It's gonna be because you know what can Enzo do from here? Yeah, he's gonna have a little feud with Big Cass, obviously. But you know, aside from that, it's just yeah. gonna gradually. He's gonna become a joke act. Then he's going to be released. Yeah, I mean, it's going to only be a good thing. First. But for, for me, it would, it would have been better if it was another team. Even like Mojo and Ryder doing oh, that. For example. For example. <laughs> you know, beat the crap out of... And then again, it could happen the other way around. And, and, but then again, the Ding Dong, Enzo, Big Cass are dead, Dan, which is just one of your, the best things ever for you, isn't it? It is, yes. You know, because you haven't got to hear that stupid fucking intro. Whether he might team up yeah. with another seven-foot-tall monster... In the big show. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, but at least the big show's got more talent than Big Cass has. Enzo Big Show. Yeah, that would work. Yeah. We heard it here first. Uh, so that was Monday Night Raw. And then we moved on to SmackDown. And like we say, we were debating the the, the finish of the women's match. What happened on SmackDown? Um, well, Daniel Bryan called out all the competitors of the Money in the Bank ladder match. Uh you know, to have a word of him because on social media, on Twitter, he posted that, um, you know, the way this has gone down is completely out of order. It should have been a woman winning the women's money in the bank ladder match. And he will address this on SmackDown Live. So as I say, he called out all the competitors to the money in the bank ladder match um, and said, basically, you know, uh, it's not how it should have gone down. We're going to have a rematch next week on SmackDown for the Money in the Bank ladder match, and he therefore stripped Carmella of the briefcase. Oh, my and, God. Yeah, said everyone else that was in the match, including Carmella, is going to get an opportunity to become the first women's Money in the Bank ladder match Yeah, winner. but what a huge match for SmackDown, though, isn't it? You know, It's going to be a brilliant match, and I've also found out that the only reason they've done it like that is because they wanted people to be talking about it. They should have been having people talking about the quality of the match, which we both agreed wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. But, you know, instead they're talking about how Ellsworth became the first women's Money in the Bank ladder yeah. match winner. And it was the shortest Money in the Bank match in history as well. So hopefully they can extend it a little bit on SmackDown. Okay, Just so I'm happy and Zambi Cass are split up. Yeah, exactly. The, 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 the anger inside of you at Money in the Bank 
was a level never been reached by you before. And it just kept adding and adding and adding uh, with Breezango showing up and Mahal's title defence and what happened in the women's match. And to have that on Monday for you, I thought, well, that's, 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 that's big good news, you know? Yes, yes, yes. But anyway, that is it. And follow us or to speak to us, send us a comment. Follow us on Twitter at WWE Network Review or at Vince McDan WWE. I'm at J underscore Rollins. We're also on Facebook. Facebook, you can come and find our page and give us a like with the WWE Network Review podcast, or you can come and find me and add me as a friend. I am Vince McDan. Across all the Google platforms, the WWE Network Review on Google Plus. Send us an email at WNR Podcast at gmail.com and we're up on YouTube as well subscribe to our channel the W Network Review and watch all our latest videos our, our podcasts go up at the same time they do there and there are other places like SoundCloud on your phone <sighs> we're on Spreaker Radio where we do the live shows and iTunes where you can download subscribe rate and review there but that is it I have been James Rowlands and as always I was joined by Dan White thanks for listening everybody bye bye, bye.